Hello, guys and girls. Welcome to episode 92 of the F Reality Podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show, live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Anchor. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or smash that like button because that would really help us out. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Now it's time for me to introduce you to the team. First up, if you ever see this guy in VR chat, he'll be a mushroom. It's very fitting because uh, he's such a fun guy, is of course. <laughs> Nathy, how you doing, dude? You all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sometimes dress up as a mushroom in VR, straight out of the Holland land. Yes. So. Apparently, they've got some good mushrooms there. I exactly. Heard. If you if you want to go on a trip, then then join me. That's all you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a mushroom. I know. Like I'm yes. the expert here. <laughs> the magic mushroom, Nathy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Next up, always putting his mind, body, and soul out there for VR science, all whilst doing it live on Twitch and YouTube, is ZimTalk5. How you doing, dude? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Another week of uh, heavy experimentation, actually, over here. So, uh, And for those of you watching the video, you'll see that now I'm the proud owner of not one, but two <laughs> portable green screens, which has been fun trying to fit those into a relatively small studio. But uh, they're working well for me now, so I'm happy. I do miss your uh, your background though. I miss the posters, you know. You'll you'll they'll be back. This is there's junk back that I can show you. Uh, we'll there's key them in. Just, that's fine. That's fine. There's filth, <laughs> possibly dead bodies. Uh, there's stuff back. Just take a screenshot of them and then like green screen. Green screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it's always clean. You don't have to clean your room ever again. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah, I actually so, once I was going to do that with my posters. I was going to put just a green piece of paper so that I could just change the post whenever I wanted. So. That's a genius, genius idea. There you go. Genius idea. So uh, next, he's back, rowdier than ever. The man, the myth, the legend is, of course, <laughs> rowdy guy. How you hey, doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I, I I took a little bit of a week off, and I got I got all bruised up. If you, if you guys can see that, <laughs> what, what happened? You, you should see the other guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what basically happened is that I had to put a, um, a, like a, a closet from IKEA. I had to put it together. But I didn't have a hammer, so I decided to just do it with my hand and try just to bang fists. the nails in. Fist. But yeah, that that didn't really didn't really work out. Didn't really way. work. So the that, IKEA. It, it really it is one. really IKEA's fault. So I'm going to Sweden real real soon and go and show them a lesson. Uh, but I basically, like I, I, like you know what you get like a manual with IKEA, but real men don't look at the manual and just flick it out. You know, real like, men just like putting it together. <laughs> you're finally done, and you go like. This is not right, you know. I need to drag everything back out and like try it again. But while I was trying to pull something out, I was pulling something so hard that eventually it pumped down, like jumped in my face, and I got this like nice little, nice little reminder from it. So, so basically, what we deluded from that story was that you hit yourself in the face with a piece of wood. Yes, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, last but my name is least. Uh, the, myself, the host of the show, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. We've got a busy show for you today. Some of the highlights include that we're going to be talking about the awesome upcoming Battle Royale game, Population One, coming to the Oculus Quest, which was a big surprise this week. Uh, we've got the new season of Black Mirror to discuss, which you should definitely be watching when you're not in VR. 
Zim's going to give you the lowdown on the latest releases to look forward to next week. And then we're going to round up the show by talking about our VR predictions for the biggest gaming event of the year, which is next week, of course, E3. So let's find out what everyone's been up to and their highlight of the week this week. Uh, feel free to join in by, in the chat, by the way, and we can read out some of your uh, suggestions as well. But first, uh, let's kick it over to, uh, to Nathie first to find out what you played and your sort of highlight that you want to share with us. Yeah, so uh, I played uh, VR chat with my... <laughs> with me. <laughs> yes. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Uh, first of all, VR chat is free. It's an mm. online multiplayer, and it's like the virtual reality oasis. It's but then like a, 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 a <laughs> very—it's an early version of it. Okay, yeah. there's there's there are a lot of random, fun, crazy, awesome people running around, and you can drop portals, dive in, and go to all kinds of worlds. So uh, yeah, Mike and I played all kinds of things. We we went to uh, we went to a Wii Sports bowling area. And yeah, we did. It. Yes, and and we could actually use the the nunchuck and the 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 Wii controller in VR. Yeah, and we played bowling with that. Yeah, it was actually quite hard to do that because you already hold controllers in real life, and then you also have controllers in VR. So you you go even you know it's like controllerception basically. <laughs> we also played Bomberman. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know, Mike. That was a yeah, that was crazy, crazy one. Yeah, because obviously it's classic SNES. SNES game. If you're in the UK, you call it a SNES. Super Nintendo for everyone else in the world. Uh, but yeah, it's a classic game, and you can play it in VR with up to four players in VR chat, wait, which wait, is kind of crazy. Is this so? Are you are you are you actually like playing it on an arcade cabinet or no, is it a first 3D person. version? For, yeah, oh, 3D Jesus. version. Oh yeah, god, crazy. Th throwing bombs and everything. Or dropping bombs, yeah, strategically to take out your opponent. Do they yeah. have the whip? <laughs> Do they have the whip? I didn't know there was a whip in Bomberman. Oh, you do your homework. No, no. Oh, no wait, we, we can bat, bat, you mean you can push the uh, the bombs? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, didn't, they don't have that. Or, or, um, or jump over bombs or actually ride dinosaurs, stuff like that. No, 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 no. No. Gotta disappoint you. But uh, there was this one moment <laughs> because, you know, VR chat on Quest is a little different than the PC version. There are certain avatars that you can't see. And there are also certain avatars you can't be because they are only for PC users. And that's the same with worlds. Some worlds don't work and some do. So you kind of need to part over your uh, PC world to Quest and then it works. So it's totally up to the community to, you know, uh, uh, round up this ecosystem, uh, even with when, Quest. But when you say you can't one... see them, though, I, I think you mean that there's a default skin. That it's not yes, that they're exactly. invisible. No, right? it's like you you recognize if someone is a PC uh, user because they are this this dummy and they have a uh, picture of their avatar on their bellies. It's super weird. But then you're like, oh, so that's the avatar you're using. Um, but there was this one moment where Mike saw a Bartle and it said Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, wow. Well, I got to try this. And I also got very excited. I was like, after Bomberman, it can only get better, right? So he he, he jumped straight into the portal. But because it was PC, he just ended up on the other side of the portal. So <laughs> you, he was like, what, what the heck? This is so sad. Why? So yeah, there are moments where you're like, whoa, this world, we got to, you know, we got to go in. And then it's like, nah, dang it. It's, it's only for PC. But it but works super well. It's super duper smooth. It's, it's great. It really is. There was, uh, I had a few issues though, um, hearing PC players sometimes. Like there was times where I joined a room 
And then, like, when I joined, I couldn't hear them, but they could oh, yes, like, yes. hear me, yeah. uh, which was kind of weird. And then there was, like, a time where we went to this place called Gooseland. <laughs> it's, it, it's as magical as you would imagine. It's basically full of geese that you can then embody yourself. Yeah. Uh, but then we, we kept on getting stuck and yeah. having problems. So, But other than that, it, it was pretty solid. Uh, we also visited uh, Tuscany. Uh, mm. So, you know, the iconic... Tuscany demo level uh, for like Oculus DK1 users. You'll be very familiar with it. So that was kind of a little nostalgic trip. Um, but yeah, it was fun hanging out in VRChat again, but it is always a crazy adventure. Whenever you dive into VRChat, it's very unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, and I guess that's kind of the fun of it. You know? Yeah. And I think it has a has a, a very active user base at the moment since Quest is super new and there mm. are a lot of people who, you know, played all the single player stuff now and they're like, hey, I, I want to, you know, uh, find friends in a multiplayer. So uh, yeah. I think Rec Room and Arbus and VR Chat and all those others, that's where uh, most of the Quest users are hanging out, I think. Yeah. I yeah. got a question for you guys, um, because I, I'm not really sure why they implemented this feature, but you know, mirrors, like you've got a, a default mirror, which I suppose loads faster <clears> or something. <throat> and then you can press a button and get the HD mirror, which looks like beautiful. And do you know what I'm talking about in uh, in VR chat? Like we haven't seen that, but that oh. is a feature on PC as far as I know. But yeah, I just wonder why they why they have it as an option. Like, why is it a toggle on Quest? Because uh, the mirror, it's... the HD mirror mode works perfectly fine like and it looks great from a distance and all that i i did see i did see worlds where you could turn off the mirror and i also had worlds where the world itself was quite performance heavy already and uh, by turning on the mirror you're actually risking a crash i i do think that most worlds in vr chat work fine but some people are really dressing it up to the max and then you start to notice performance dips but i'm not even talking I'm not, yeah, I'm not even talking like custom. I'm talking the base. You know when you walk down that ramp and you're, there's a little campfire and a couple of base yes. avatars and stuff? Like there, there's just on the other side of that table where you can put some hats on and stuff, there's a mirror. And on the right mm. side of that, a toggle. And yeah, I, no, it's, really it's just a, de- a default mirror. Uh, yeah. I didn't even I, know that existed. Yeah, and it's in, well, if you, if you check it, it's total, it totally changes. Like when you're looking at yourself, you're like, wow, this is me. I am now an yeah. anime girl. This is this is good. <laughs> but uh, they 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 pulled it up where you know where Rec Room has a mirror that doesn't show anything, but only your avatar. Uh, VR Chat pulled it up in a way where you can see others. You can, of course, in in Rec Room you can also see other avatars behind you, but you can't see objects or the the background you're standing in. But in VR Chat it works. I am like super impressed how oh, how wait, they wait, pulled wait, it wait, up. Wait wait wait, uh, Zim. Do you often play as an anime girl? <laughs> Me? Not yeah. Always. Well, well, only when paid. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Hmm. Okay. So let's move on then. Let's move on. Uh, what about you then, uh, Zim? What did you play this week? And what's your sort of highlight of the week? I, I, I feel like we should do like hashtag it's free and crazy for this week's, uh, this week's highlights because I'm going to talk about Rec Room. Uh, because oh. Rec Room, I've been, I've been playing like a a a boatload of of rec room paintball um and i know we're planning to talk a little bit later about the the quest that came out for it mm-hmm. which um we managed to beat um so so paintball is just such a natural gaming experience i mean it it's probably the first time that i've felt like i was actually paying playing real life paintball today like it was we were like gunning it for like four hours got my family involved as well 
And it's just, it's a great thing to be able to walk up to your, you know, wife and daughter and just cross your arm with guns and just splatter both of them in the face at the same time. It's, it's really, it's just, it was just fun to do that. And, and the best part about it actually was the part where I had to chase my wife. I'm like, why aren't you guys in the game yet? And I go downstairs and she's kind of like half dressed and playing Beat Saber. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know how much, you know, like, you know how many people are, would be like, this is like the gift of a lifetime. Like the universe has finally got all the stars to align. And, I, you know, I've got I've got my kids playing rec room with me and paintball and whatever. And my wife's late to the game because she's playing Beat Saber. It's like it just seems right. So wait, how did you set this up then? You had you had were you playing on multiple different headsets? So you're playing yeah. on the Quest. PC, PSVR as well? Or? Uh, so no, like I, we were, we set up my daughter in, in, in just uh, 2D, so flat. So she's on a, just a normal PC. Okay, okay. And okay. then uh, my wife in Quest and I'm in a Quest. Yeah. And then we had a few friends as well. So we had a good like <laughs> 4v4, you know, in-person you... game. It was fantastic. Just so good. You totally need to try dodgeball because then you're using your physical body. Like I played it and, and I, I invited some of my subscribers and I said, like, just throw all the balls at me and just try to hit me. So I was just jumping around in my room, you know, jumping over because you can actually jump over a ball and it works. It's oh, super, wow. super funny. Yeah. Yeah, it really sounds like someone. I mean, we'll talk about this later. But but somebody apparently broke their finger while they were playing, and uh, <laughs> they kept playing with us. It was really funny. Anyway, so there have been injuries for sure, <laughs> but like it's great when people injure themselves and they're like, "I'm I'm just gonna keep playing because this is so good." <laughs> yeah. So you know so, it's right. And you you hear it like you hear someone else smacking their hand against something, and they're yeah. like, "Ow!" And then they just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> they power through like and, nothing and happened. And someone who also had an incident in VR this week that may have broken their finger is PD. I don't know if he's uh, moderating the chat yes. today. Yes, he, is. he already mentioned it. <laughs> he already mentioned it. Yeah, keep us updated. Like, did you actually break his finger or has he been to the doctors yet to go to get it checked out? Uh, I'd love to know. Um, yeah. But let's he, move on he to... Played, uh, Swords of Gargantua. That's I think right. That was yeah. the game that he uh, he uh, did. Uh, although, but although he did do a lot of damage after, of course, in real life too. <laughs> but in in the game, he also hit yeah. pretty well. So well, it, it was just bruised. Apparently, it's just oh. a, a bruise. Oh, he's, he's just a pussy. That's basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, 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 Rowdy, stay nice. He's moderating yeah. our chat. We chatter. appreciate we everything you do for us. We need yeah. Of course, of course. I'm only yeah. joking. Jeez. So, what about you then, Rowdy? You big man. What did you play? <laughs> Except for hitting myself in the face with yeah, wood. Exactly. Well, the highlight yeah. of my week was um, that my girlfriend watched her first uh, episode of uh, Black Mirror. And okay. boy, I had some explaining to do <laughs> while yes. I spent every Saturday evening with my VR buddies uh, doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, I mean, I won't, be, I won't be spoiling anything, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, it was weird. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Did you show the first episode of the entire show? Because Mike no, no, once no, no, recommended no. Black Mirror to me. <laughs> and it's like, just go and watch it. So I just, of course, started with the first episode. And then I, well, Nightmare Fuel. Well, no, we're gonna be I, we're gonna be talking about Black Mirror very shortly, exactly, so don't exactly. don't spoil anything. Um, yeah. But I think you also played the game that I I played and is my highlight of the week, and that is Trailer yeah. Saves the Universe, indeed, right? Indeed. Um, the thing with, with Trover uh, Saves the Universe is that I love the humor. I'm a big uh, Justin Roiland fan. I love Rick mm -hmm. and Morty. Uh, I think the humor in the game is great. The only thing is, I'm not a fan of, of platforms in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
even though, I mean, it isn't really a platformer, but the platform elements in that game, if they would remove it, for me, it would make it a better game. If I could just listen to the conversations, just mess around with it, uh, do all that kind of stuff, uh, I would just have I would just have fun with it. If it was a little bit more like like accounting was, for example, yeah, it's much more. Uh, Rowdy, that was my. I would have liked that more. Um, that being said, I mean, I understand that a lot of people uh, think it's a great game. I mean, I played it only for an hour, I think. Mm -hmm. So I only got like to the the first planet, I think that is the mm -hmm. first planet, and uh, I did like the thing there. I laughed out loud a lot with it. Um, but the game elephants, the, the the fighting or like the, the jumping around or getting through the platforms, mm -hmm. it's just not my kind of thing. So did you play it on PC or PSVR? I played it on PSVR. Okay, so I, I waited because it released early on PSVR, right? Mm, and uh, it came out this week on, on PC, so you could play it on Rift or HTC Vive or Windows MR. And it's worth noting as well that although the game is super colorful and bright and vibrant, it's not a kid's game at all, like you mentioned about the humor. It's got tons of swearing in. Um, if you play it on YouTube, you're going to get demonetized. It's, it's as simple as that. <laughs> so so um, even even if you turn off the mature mode, it's still not for kids. Oh, yeah. It's still not for kids. They're still <laughs> no? swearing in it. They only, uh, they only uh, bleep out the really yeah. extreme swear words, but all the other normal ones uh, are in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Rowdy said, it's made by Justin Roiland, uh, the guy responsible for Rick and Morty. Um, he also obviously uh, is part of Squanch Games, the development mm. studio that made accounting. So if you played accounting, then you know what to expect with this it, game. It's basically. a little different though. Like it's a seated experience. And on PSVR, you use, I only played it with a controller, with a gamepad. Uh, yeah. On PC, how does it work on PC? How do you play it on, on the... So, so this is the thing. Like I played it with the Oculus Touch controllers on the Rift S. And I had serious issues with it. Um, yeah, it doesn't basic... make sense either because you hold it, you hold the controller yourself in the yeah, game, right? Exactly. But it is not tracked at all. Uh, the con yeah, it is tracked if you oh, use so the touch like, controllers. Oh, so like pixel ripped in a way where exactly. you could. Uh... Yeah, exactly. The, the the big issue with the touch controllers is that the button mapping is kind of strange because there's obviously a D-pad uh, missing. So when it comes to the second level, I won't spoil anything, but basically you learn an ability that is mapped really poorly to the touch controllers and it's mapped so poorly that it basically doesn't work. So you can't progress further than the second level using the touch controllers. So I reverted <laughs> oh, to using really? like a, an Xbox One S gamepad and had a way better experience with that and completed yeah, the rest of the game It's really with that. designed with the, with the game because, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the same for the PC version, but I do assume so, uh, that yeah. because the, the character itself holds a controller in its hand as well the entire time that you're playing it. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it does make sense as well because they even refer to it in the game itself. Are you are you pressing those buttons again or like, you know, stuff yeah. like that they're saying? So yeah, it exactly. does make sense that you're holding a controller. But um, to give you also, a... Go on. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, to give you an idea of the story, um, basically you play this guy that's chair bound. So he's a chair opian, apparently. <laughs> and you team up with Trover, who's this like uh, eye hole alien. Uh, and basically, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the story is that your dogs get stolen by an evil alien who then uses the dogs in his eye holes to, <laughs> to, to power himself to take over the universe. And if you think that sounds crazy, like I haven't even touched the surface of how crazy this game gets. It gets even weirder. Um, so I would just say like, it took me around sort of five hours to finish it from start to finish. Uh, I didn't get all the collectible power babies from all the levels. Um, but if you like Rick and Morty, I think you'll really dig it. Mm. If you're not a big fan of Rick and Morty, then I would say probably give this a pass. I, I think gameplay wise, it's, it's my least favorite one. 
because I, I like to just use my room skill area and use my hands to do stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of comedy, it's it's one of the the, the best ones, I would say. Uh, the the thing that they do so well is how they pick up on things that happen in the game. Uh, like, I mean, a very small thing in the beginning is, mm-hmm. for example, you need to go to uh, uh, like a blue kind of orb, which is kind of like a, a transportation node. And when you go there and you say, okay, I go to the orb, you go and stand on the orb. And then when you go off the orb, he will immediately pick up on that and say, what are you doing? No, go go back on the orb. Mm-hmm. It's like immediately like uh, it picks up on everything that yeah. happens in the game as well. Like when you do something that you think like, oh, the game is not going to expect me doing this or yeah. it's not going to expect me doing that. They pick up on that really quickly. Um, yeah. with, there's so much convo in this game, like just so uh, much conversation. And, and that's the thing, a bit like accounting. The characters never shut up. Like they don't yeah. shut up. They are constant. And there is a character in the second level that it just is so irritating. <laughs> he so just reminded irritating. me of you, Mike. To be honest, so <laughs> his name was Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> there should have been no. But I mean, like, but that's a problem. That kind of game is really hard to stream because yes. how do you how do you commentate you, or add well, to you it? Don't. Or you watch you just, it. You, you just watch or you play it with just a Roiland. That's that's all you can do. Right, exactly. But you, you're exactly right because I was trying to record a video and I, there was a bit where I was trying to say, oh, this is kind of interesting, like how they've done the controller. <laughs> Trover just it. wouldn't shut up. And I was I like, dude, it. just shut up. I'm trying to explain to my audience here like how to do the controls. So <laughs> I, I totally relate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the best part of, of, of what I experienced was though that uh, they, they have like some puzzles in the game as well that you can solve. Uh, but at a certain point, like the, the puzzle gets a bit more complex and, uh, you know, you start like thinking, oh, should I, should I do this, should I do that? And, and even though like it wasn't taking too long for me yet, Trover was already getting annoyed with it. It's like, no, you know what? Screw all of this and this and that, blah, blah. Just come back down. Just come. Screw this game. You know, screw this game. And he, he goes like, he takes out his sword and he just breaks everything down of the puzzle. And uh, you, you continue through with that. Like, you didn't even have to solve the puzzle then. Like, you just go, like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, like, whatever that stupid puzzle. For me, I, I, think, for... I think stuff like that makes this game brilliant yeah. in its own way it's just it's not for everyone if you don't like that kind of humor it's definitely not for you and if you don't like platformers then try to like look over that and I, just enjoy the humor yeah that's that's what i think i think it's it's more about the comedy than really the gameplay oh, yeah. here. it is yeah. it is for sure also gents i have a scoop i have okay. breaking news mm-hmm. according to the chat and also twitter uh, onward has just been uh, announced for the quest quest on uh the vr league so Ooh, which is going on right now right yeah so exactly yeah. Yeah. oh excellent excellent Official we kind of announcement we kind of predicted this was going to happen um but it's mm-hmm. awesome that they've officially announced it. it you know the quest was was lacking a multiplayer vr shooter obviously we know we've got pavlov coming but I'm now re- having onward coming as well <laughs> that's uh that's absolutely awesome i'm ready <laughs> zim is ready um, so yeah, what about to... what about people in the chat? Did they got any suggestions of what they played this week? Yeah, indeed. Uh, so I saw a lot of people saying again, Beat Saber. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me scroll back up a bit because I I asked it a little bit earlier. Uh, and also like I also like if people still remember to Tuscany and uh, Eric, for example, said I played uh, Tuscany first uh, on cardboard. Uh, wow. Omnoms uh, spent the entire week trying to complete all Beat Saber songs on Expert, and now he hates Beat Saber, which I can understand if you play with an Expert. Wreck <laughs> uh, Room, Beat Saber, Wreck uh, Room, the Quest Golden Trophy, Dead and Buried, two on mm. the Quest, Box mm. VR, mm. a little bit of Lo Fi on the Rift S. It looked gorgeous. That was rendered reality. Um, 
James Davies uh, bought Seeking Dawn yesterday. Oh, it's been a while since I heard that title. Yeah. Uh, Les Morick played and finished Theseus. Uh, it's kind of interesting to be mm. seeing like more and more different kind of games in the chat yeah. popping up, uh, even the, older titles. Uh, the the, the uh, one that caught my attention there was Lo-Fi because that's being developed by the developer who's made who made uh, Technolust, right? Yeah, I, I believe. Indeed, indeed. So uh, yeah, you, you must have had early access to that game. But um, yeah, I'm super interested in that game as well because it reminds me of like Blade Runner. That kind of mm, like uh, yeah. vibe looks yeah. really cool. Um, but let's jump into some quick news then. But before we get into quick news, let's say thank you to the sponsor of this episode of the F Reality Podcast, which is Coatsync with their latest title, Shadow Point. Now, Shadow Point is a mysterious story-driven puzzle adventure game where you take the role of Alex Burkett, trying to uncover the mystery of a missing schoolgirl, Lorna McCabe, who disappeared from Shadow Point Observatory 12 years ago. Guided by the journal of Edgar Mansfield, who is narrated by the one and only Sir Patrick Stewart, you'll have to solve puzzles to uncover the truth. You can check out Shadowpoint, which is available now on Oculus Rift and The Quest, and there's a link to it in the description below. Wait, is it the man from Star Trek, from the X-Men? Yes. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I, I loved... Um, if you ever watched that TV show called Extras, it was made by Ricky Gervais. There's an excellent episode yeah. where Sir Patrick Stewart features in that, and it's absolutely hilarious. Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> He's great. He's um, really fantastic. But let's start off uh, with the quick news this week and some good news from the team from Beat Games. Uh, something a lot of people have been asking for since the Quest launched, and that's casting. And it's now been uh, enabled for Beat Saber on the Oculus Quest. So this means that you can cast Beat Saber to your mobile phone or your TV using a Chromecast. So friends and family can basically watch your gameplay whilst you're having some fun. Now, we weren't quite sure uh, about the reason why this wasn't enabled from the beginning. Mm. We weren't sure if it was like a technical issue or it needed optimization. We just didn't know. So I reached out to uh, the developers this morning who confirmed that it was in fact a legal thing uh, that was the issue, uh, which oh. they've now resolved. And uh, they said that from a technical point, all they had to do was click one button to enable it. Yeah. But this is this is what we have been talking about last episode yeah. about like yeah. legal stuff. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, exactly. And Did they uh, say which one? Was uh, it the Android related one? Was it Microsoft related? Or? They didn't go into detail. Uh, I'm sure they probably can't share that information. Um, but they just just confirmed it was a legal issue, and it's it's all around streaming music, right? Like streaming music is a is a big business. It's a big problem. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but like we've mentioned before, they're really paving the way for how music is used fairly in video games. You know, we've not seen this kind of thing before from a, a, a game developer like Harmonix, for example. They, hmm. For some reason, they don't seem to be tackling the same problems that Beat Saber yeah. has been tackling. So um, you can cast to your TV, mobile phone, tablet. Uh, Everything within a local network, I guess. Yeah. Right? So you can cast using the app or from the headset itself. Obviously, there's other third-party solutions out there to stream to PC like Visor. Um, but yeah, it's awesome that they've enabled it. So because I think you know Beat Saber, out of all the games that you're going to cast on the Quest, is probably the number one. Yeah, it's a party game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, while we're talking about Beat Saber, it's worth mentioning they've also got a new DLC music pack, which is launching Ooh. to with ten new tracks. Yep. And is due for release on Monday next week. So stay tuned for that. If it, if the last music track is indicative of how much it's going to cost, it's roughly about ten British pounds, twelve US dollars. So it's going. I, I feel like it's going to be a big one. I don't know about you all, but uh, I don't know. It's going to be a hyperino uh, pack. Your your brother was um, teasing that it might be Marshmallow or some someone like that. Yeah, like we we have been doing some challenges here of who it could be. 
Um, I like I, I still stand with one prediction I had for such a long time is that there is going to be an artist. I don't think it's going to be this pack where an artist is going to release its album in Beat Saber. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be epic. I don't know. I, I, that would that would make Beat Saber the most famous title out there. I think. Yeah. Um, so that is Beat Saber. Some awesome news from Beat Saber team this week. Uh, let's quickly talk about Black Mirror then. And uh, Rowdy sort of touched on it very briefly. And I've mentioned it a few times previously on the podcast before. And I keep mentioning it because I think it's one of those shows that if you're into VR or you're into tech, it's kind of one of those shows that you probably should be watching. Um, it is dark and it is kind of bleak. So just be aware of that. Not don't ex- of don't, don't expect them. a happy story. Um, 90% of them are all pretty dark and bleak. Yeah, but also, like Nathie hinted at at the beginning, just be warned that the first episode of the very first season is super, super weird and is not indicative <laughs> of the rest of the show. Um, can, can you give me a hint to the subject? I'm not sure if I've seen it. <laughs> oh, it's the big uh, one. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> that you was know. a good episode. Um, yeah. So basically, if you're not familiar with the show, it's a bit like The Twilight Zone in that each episode of the show is completely standalone with an overarching story about how technology is bad or can have a negative impact on humanity. That's kind of like the gist of the the, the show. Um, but the latest season, which is season five, just dropped this week on Netflix and it has three episodes, uh, each of which are about an hour long each. Uh, And two episodes actually feature VR, the first one featuring it more than the other one. And I won't spoil anything, uh, but sort of Rowdy sort of hinted at it a little bit at the beginning. And it sort of revolves around two men that are using VR to play games together, but end up forming an unusual relationship whilst in the VR world. And it kind of, it it raises some really interesting questions (laughs) uh, about like, you know, relationships in VR the future of it how what it could be like and how that could have an impact on our real lives and real relationships Hmm. Um, i can i can actually connect the story to that because when i wasn't like mike left vr chat after a while because he was running out of juice but then i was like "Hmm, maybe i should check out some more rooms and i went into this one it was like a, a hot spa and i joined it there were two people in there okay and in a corner they were just making love together they what yes that's what happens in vr chat a lot um, wow because you have full full body tracking and then well it's up to your imagination what you can do with that but yes they were just in there i was like well then make a private room but yeah. i was like what the heck is this but they might they might be a little voyeuristic and maybe that's what they want they want people to discover them yeah well yeah of course <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be open but i wasn't interested so yeah it happens it already happens in vr where people marry where they well they make love together stuff like that get real you know personal it's been going on for a while though like i mean oh, yeah. especially if you look at like more like the asia culture like uh the kind of stuff that they that they have there already like you can you can marry to like manga characters and anime persona and and personally i mean I, i'm i'm fairly open-minded to these kind of things i've always been um i like you know live and let live but i have to say like the 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 last few episodes of, of black mirror i have a little bit the impression that the quality dropped a bit uh mm. like the previous seasons there were like like i don't know like i i just think that the 
it's a little bit more to shock now than it really revolves around the technology. Since I, I really, especially in that in those VR episodes, I have the impression that they forgot to touch on a lot of things, like the subtleties of, of VR as well. And I, 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 I didn't really like the direction they were heading it into, like really focusing mm -hmm. on like, well, I mean, they always focus on, on a certain aspect, but um, I, it didn't feel very realistic for me. Like okay. not like a plausible future at all. Yeah, when I, when I say VR, they were kind of like logging in using like a brain interface rather than a like a VR headset that we traditionally know. More like what Musk yeah. was talking about then yeah. last year, right? The mm -hmm. kind of cognitive yeah. patch into the system. But mm -hmm. now, now Nathie said that he bumped into two people like making love as you so kindly refers to it as yeah. in vr chat i just have this vision of people like getting it on in the corner and then a mushroom standing there just to watch it <laughs> <laughs> but that actually you know we, we got a name happens. for that we got a name for they that could, already they could make an episode about that i would like, say call yeah. so call me netflix call me please they call yeah. that the mushroom kingdom <laughs> so uh yeah that is black mirror well worth going and checking out uh so the next bit of quick news is about virtual desktop on oculus quest now we know this is an awesome application that you can use to stream your pc desktop remotely to your oculus quest whether you're in the the same house and you want to stream a game or a movie to your bedroom for example away from your pc or you can even remotely access your desktop pc from anywhere in the world to do simple tasks as long as you've got an internet connection uh you had a demo of this right uh oc five zim on the go oh <laughs> uh, well like remotely patching into uh, a pc like halfway across the world yes, uh, from did. the developer yes i did yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he was literally i think 1500 miles away from his pc and he let me log on to it and kind of browse his files and all that and yeah. nothing shocking in there but i was really <laughs> impressed at the low latency and the fact that that even worked yeah, exactly. And that, that is really cool in itself. But what we didn't know is that virtual desktop can also be used to play Steam VR content Straight through. streamed to your Quest. Mm. So you can play Steam VR games from your PC streamed wirelessly to your Quest. And that's whether you're in the same house or again, could be at the other side of the world. Uh, but as long as you have a fast internet connection, it, it that's works. That's the trick. As long yeah. as you have a fast internet connection. Well, that's right. Because we know from, from testing this, you really need a five gigahertz oh, yeah. Wi-Fi connection. Um, Non-stop, constant. Constant, yeah. But it's interesting that, you know, we're only, what, a few weeks away from the quest being launched and we already have three <laughs> options three options to to stream pc vr content like in general what what a, what a passionate community can do right you know yeah. like they they really at like the edge of the no like five gigahertz which is like the the new thing it's like it's not even fast enough for us yet because we already want to go beyond that to yeah. use these kind of technologies that i think it's amazing in general they have modified the hell out of that that uh, vr headset yeah, and the thing is, the, the three options, if you're not familiar, there's obviously virtual desktop, which we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, you've got RiffCat, uh, which is like 15 euros for a lifetime license. And then you've got LV, ALVR, which is free. Um, we have a question from uh, sure. Fipposide. He's asking, does the audio pass through as well? Yes. Yeah. And we have the developer in the chats uh, proving that too. So yeah. hello to oh, Guy Godin. Guy's awesome. Welcome to the show, Guy. Um, but yeah, you know, like I haven't had the opportunity to test virtual desktop out yet, but uh, you know, I've tested it out using RiffCat and latency is good as long as you have a fast uh, router. Um, but you know, touch controller mapping was an issue before, but they've resolved that now. So that's super good. Um, but the big, the big, big difference, of course, with virtual desktop over the other two solutions, RiffCat and ALVR, is that virtual desktop doesn't need to be sideloaded. You can just download it's it. Let's say uh, like it's an official app and the other ones yeah. are more 
you know third so. party yeah. yeah um so you know if you've been on the fence about trying you know streaming pc vr content yep. to the quest uh, and you don't want to go through the hassle of sideloading stuff because i know that can be daunting especially for yeah. people that have never really dabbled with that before um then yeah check out virtual desktop it works apparently uh, i know remarcus uh, did a video on his channel that sort of uh, testing it out and it looked pretty solid so uh, go and check it out i'm, but- I'm surprised that that uh oculus is fine with that though as an official app and then also having people to go to different platforms to play vr games uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm, yeah. I'm okay with it as long as it works and it's great and it's fun do it yeah but i i do wonder what they uh what they think about that what they think about it yeah of course so have you guys uh have you guys tried this you know uh in any of those methods i've, I've tried virtual desktop um i'm planning a video on virtual desktop but no i i i the one thing i would say um to nathy's point is that I think I might have mentioned this last podcast as well, but I, if I was to guess OC6, I think we'll see a solution like that from Oculus. I'm just, I get that feeling because they've kind of brought out, you know, casting was kind of a thing that year, year and a half ago now they, they brought and it does work, mm. but it has barriers and they need something that's a little bit more vanilla and direct. Do you, do you really do you really think that Oculus is going to help people to get onto Steam or any other platform? Because they don't, don't get the money so. from that yeah. Would... Because they don't get the money from the no yeah, no yeah. no. They, fair point. They would... Or Epic, for instance. <laughs> Epic, yeah. Soon, soon. What if they enabled it so you could just play Oculus home content but from your PC? They'll, they'll probably find a way around that fairly that, soon. That that would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. You know, having the Nintendo Switch of VR in a headset that you can take on the go and play standalone games and then connect to your PC as well is pretty much the, the headset that we've wanted. And the Quest has that capability, but not officially, if you know what I mean. So I also yeah, don't it, think it would make many. Sense. I don't think the the majority is interested in doing this because they bought it because it's standalone and not because they want to hook it up to a PC anymore. Correct. True. Yeah. True. True. But I do think there's a big audience of people out there that are interested in doing these things as yeah, well. I would... But not 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 as big. I wouldn't say oh, it's yeah. the majority of people for if, sure. If, if you but... know what you miss, then of yeah. course you want to go back. But yeah. people who bought the Quest for the very first time, they don't even know there is even a library. The thing on it PC stays is uh, the ease of use. Like you know, if it's easy to use, then people will use it. If it's yeah. easy to like go and start your PC games and like load them up on the Quest. If that is easy to do, then people will do so. And yeah, that's will, the main thing for the quest. People will also demand this. So if you start to, if you if you if you start now with this platform and this is this is capable, and you can just take mm. any PC game that you've been pining for and waiting for on Quest, and you know maybe a couple of years away, and if they bring it, it'll be down sampled so it'll fit on Quest. But you can play it today, and it's you know two steps to get into it. You know this will spread like wildfire to an extent to that population that you're talking about, Mike. And then yeah. and they're going to put their claws in this, and they're going to be like, "Do do not take this away from me." In the same way that the the Beat Saber community has responded as well, right? I mean, if if you oh. took that away now and you said, yeah. "Oh, we're going to take custom songs away from Quest," that yeah. wouldn't be a happy crowd. But I mean, that's in the end because most people support an open platform, and Oculus is a closed ecosystem. True. So True. people want to have a shared ecosystem, and they will make it. They will make everything happen yeah. to keep that in their it's hands. The internet damn it but it's the the internet yes to give you an example though like this week i played um five nights at freddy's on the quest but wirelessly streamed from my pc Mm. it worked great it worked great Uh, uh, no no, it it worked fine and and you know the thing is 
because the Quest has a, a an OLED display, you know, the, the, it suits playing a game like that better on the Quest because it's a darker game. You know, it's all in dark. But just just getting away from the cable, like just getting away from the cable yeah. is enough of a unique selling point for me. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll take anything. That's top of Just 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 buy a, a, a super fast router and it works. So go check it out. But you still need a computer as well to this cable. Yeah, of course. You still need a PC, of course. Uh, Yeah. And that's the big barrier. I get it. I get it. Um, But whilst we're on the subject of the Quest, let's talk about Against Gravity because, um, you know, interestingly, they launched their Quest on the Quest (laughs) this week. Uh, So, you know, maybe if you've bought a Quest and you've spent all your money on games already and you're waiting for Payday to come along and you don't have much to play, just go get Rec Room. It's free. Uh, and they launched their first co-op adventure on the quest uh, called Quest for the Golden Trophy. Man, there's a lot of quests. Um, so basically, you uh, team up with three other people online uh, co-op and you get to work together to take down these little minions using swords, bows, crossbows, and basically go on this like epic adventure uh, to try and get this this golden trophy. And it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, Zim said at the beginning, yep. you know, he, he's sort of playing this with his family. And the thing is, like, it's not easy though, right? It's, oh no, it, hang on, hang on. I didn't play this one with my family. Oh, okay. <laughs> Correction there. I played with uh, with some close friends who okay. uh, also watched the watched the stream. And, and yes, it's hard. I've actually never in my life beaten a quest in Rec Room until today. We beat Same. it. We, Same. We, we finally, we went and we beat this and I am super proud. But the only way we really beat it was we got to the final boss, who's a feckin' toughie, by the way. And and this kid who we picked up, who was kind of our fourth, you know, wingman, he's like, no, 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 here, you three, I'm not going to spoil this, by the way, so, you know, take it, take it the hard way. But he's like, you three need this weapon, I'll take these. Uh, I'm going to basically um, lure him, I don't know, some MMO player is going to tell me what that is, but, you know, lure him with uh, with with this, and then you guys are going to hit him, and we killed him in five seconds at the end of that. My game crashed out, like completely crashed no. out to, 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 you know, Quest Oculus Home desktop. And, and the three guys are like, I got back in in about a minute. And I'm like, shit, do, do we do we beat it? And they're like, yeah, we beat it. And we told we, we all turned around and it's like, where where are you, Zim? <laughs> so I missed it, but by no. microseconds. Like, did oh. did you get the 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 reward for it? No, no, I didn't. Oh, they all did. I got dude. cheated. I have to play it all again. But anyway, it, it was really good, and I have to yeah. say so the, you didn't the bad beat guys it today. are good. You didn't beat it today. Don't even don't right? even start rowdy. Don't you even didn't start. beat it. It's you don't. It's, you don't have it's, anything it's to show. So, it's so hard. I, I love really by the way that Zim went like, uh, oh, no, no, no. I didn't play with my family. Like, those <laughs> noobs, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the thing is, like, you know, we, we've tried to play a quest before, the four of us, oh right? Oh, my God, we, we, we got we, owned we, so bad. The, 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 the pirate one, and it was it was so freaking hard. Uh, and, and like you, I've never beaten a, a Rec Room quest before. They, they are that difficult. So you're, if you're up for a challenge and you get some nice uh, players that like. are willing to help you out, then it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're listening against gravity, then you owe Zim a golden trophy. <laughs> yeah. Give him, give him a Why? bucket no, of tokens. No, he dropped out. He dropped out. No, yeah. but I have been having. I have to say, Rec Room. Um, comparing it to uh, comparing it to to VR Chat. VR Chat was like is pretty low load times, pretty fast. Like Nathy said, like it runs pretty pretty well. Rec Room is pretty slow to load. It's almost like a full minute to load it, and then um, once it's going, it's pretty good. But I have had now a good number, probably 15 black drop to drop out of game. Just oh really? Out. Yeah, yeah. There are problems. There are definitely problems in the game, and I don't know what's causing it. But um, there it, it drops out 
Yeah. Interestingly, though, have any of you experienced any sort of like overheating issues with the Quest, where the, like no. like on the Go, where it kicks you out of a game or an app or anything like that? Well, it could like the thing is, it with the Go, it's always telling you like, listen, I'm overheating, I'm shutting myself <laughs> off. But I do feel like sometimes it's getting hot enough to let a game crash, but it's not telling you; it just crashes. Um, mm. But never like it never showed up this message of like, listen, I'm so hot, I need to turn off. But yeah. I do think it affects some games if you're playing the golden trophy it's mm. gonna get real hot it, it will because it there's so much going on and then there might be this climax where zim is talking about where <laughs> you have this this boss like it could be too much for the device and it just just crashes I, I, it was definitely something because when it was trying to load whatever the final animation sequence is just as you beat the final boss that's what killed it today but i have had cold crashes as well where we start a paintball match and the Device has been on less than five minutes, and same thing happens. Crash the desktop, okay. and I have to get my friends to re-invite me to the game. So anyway, they'll stabilize it, I'm sure, over time with patches. Yeah. They have already been patching the game, but uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, how hot does it need to get before it crashes? And then I thought it would have to get super hot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think Zim is insinuating that it's it's game related rather yeah. than hardware exactly. related. Exactly. Right. I, and, okay. and we've never had a, a thermal message, a thermal warning so far. No. Um, the, the device is good at giving you those two warnings. Once at what at 20% and then at that 10% to tell you it's almost out of battery. And then it just mm. it just goes to sleep. <laughs> to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So that is Oculus Quest news. Let's talk about uh, the final bit of quick news this week, and that is PSVR, because right now it's PlayStation Days of Play, uh, which is, uh, you know, their sort of celebration of PlayStation. Uh, they're running this up. Uh, they started yesterday. They're running it up until the 17th of June. And to kick things off, Sony are launching a new limited edition one terabyte ps4 in steel black which is very sexy oh, uh it's got the uh, iconic triangle circles uh, uh x and square on the front of it sort of embossed on the front looks super slick uh that's 299 us dollars um but also alongside this console there's loads of deals going on so you can save up to 70 percent off select titles at the 70 percent up to 70 percent yeah oh um and also save on ps plus membership during this time as well so if you want to sort of sign up to their subscription service now's a good time to do it and the thing is like with games coming out for psvr you know over the last couple of weeks like five nights at freddy's trover saves the universe blood and truth like, like now is a perfect time if you own a playstation 4 and you've been on the fence about getting a psvr Get it now while the, you, these amazing deals are going on. Um, because like here in the UK, there is an incredible deal. Uh, I think stupid Zim... deal. Stupid, stupid. I saw it. I was like, there's no way. Go yeah. on. Was it the one Tell that afforded? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, the one exactly. I saw yesterday. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I was trying to find a comparable deal in the US, but I can't find one. No. Uh, so it seems like a UK exclusive deal that game in the UK are running. And basically, for... <laughs> who's, who's even living there? Well, <laughs> Only the not me. Only 50% of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The better it's half. 50%? Yep. <laughs> so basically, for 209 of your British pounds, you can get a PSVR kit without move controllers. I should state that up front so you get basically the the headset and the camera and the box and everything you need to connect it to your ps4 but this is the amazing part you get some incredible games you get astrobot wipeout skyrim playstation vr worlds doom vfr resident evil 7 and no. blood and truth no for 209 way. pounds no yeah. way that is the best Seven deal games. 
I've ever seen for the PSVR. Mm. With the Best hardware ever. and the camera and the PSVR and all those titles. It's like, it, it's stupid. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous, the deals that we're seeing. It's absolutely silly. And I think it was, um, if you want the move controllers and another bundled game as well, I can't remember the game that they bundled. Uh, it was a good one again um, for $299. Uh, like there are yeah. some very stingingly good, um, you know, leave Xbox style deals right now. And again, to tell you guys the same thing, I was totally, I was not, I wasn't really an Xbox guy anymore as a PC guy, but I bought into PS4 for the PS4 Pro and the mm -hmm. PSVR at launch price. I absolutely do not regret my decision. That is like, if you're going to, if you have one headset and you have money for a second, mm. PSVR is so good. We keep saying it. And and is that it, bundle is ridiculous. That is, would last you months. If, yeah. if you care about content, then PSVR is still the best headset out there. It's not ridiculous. Up yeah, to this point. And, and the two standout titles, you know, Astrobot and Blood and Truth are incredible games. Yeah. So Blood and Truth, and like we're not I said, I'm talking about Resident Evil yet. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil. Resident Evil days, in there. Yeah. That's, and that's super long. That's like 30 hours. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't, isn't there any other company who sells VR hardware right now who knows how to recycle pretty much content and puts them in new bundles all the time and really promotes them like they are new games again. No. I don't think anyone does that. I don't well, think anyone knows how to do that. Oculus do that with the Quest, you know, yeah, they, they but, recycle a lot of their old yeah, games. Yeah, okay, okay. But yeah. it, like like the marketing uh, that, that Sony does everywhere, like Oculus, their marketing usually only reaches uh, in the US and not really uh, in Europe, but Sony mm -hmm. is like, hey, listen, here we are again with some new bundles. This is what we're doing. Yeah. So. But, yeah. what, but what you're saying Smart. is critically important, Nathy, I think. I mean, aside from like daily deals that like you can see on Steam or on Oculus Home, new pl new players come in, they play the games that they like to play. Like let's imagine Rowdy buys a new headset and he's new to VR, right? He sees the stuff that everyone's hyping up, but does he see the last four years mm. of yeah. fantastic yeah. titles? Like it's yeah. not easy to dig into that. And there isn't, there isn't, there aren't no. that many places you can go for that kind of advice, you know? So it is, it's actually really important that manufacturers do this. Unfortunately, in this game, PlayStation and Sony, they're, they're the only ones who have that hardware side of the market is it, for bundling, is it right? PlayStation and Sony themselves that are running this? Because since you're saying it's yeah, UK only, I believe so. so. Who, Sony um, Europe, I think. Yeah, so basically like uh, they're running this whole uh, days of play campaign um mm -hmm. but yeah it's that. so they're subsidizing the games anyway on the the playstation store and i would imagine yeah. they're, they're giving exclusive deals uh to various outlets and mm -hmm. game in the uk just happens to have this amazing bundle yeah. mm -hmm. so in the chat chris uh, Hanny says who is uh, one of the developers of space pirate trainer yeah. um, mm -hmm. says that astrobot was the first game uh he uh, 100 uh, completed in years yeah, I, I, I love that game so much i love that game so much um it's just it's just such a quality title, and if you own a PSVR, like Blood and Truth was my game of the year in VR so far this year so far, uh, but Astrobot was way up there last year. Mm -hmm. um, it's just such a solid game, and if you if you enjoy platformers, full stop. Ne never not just platformers in VR, but just platformers, full stop. You owe it to yourself to play Astrobot because it's mm -hmm. in my opinion up there with the quality of like mario odyssey on the switch or exactly. you know, yeah also uh, that, another that kind of... uh like hussein says sony has been advertising blood and truth on uk television commercials on itv sky sports etc it's, it's yeah, all it makes it's sense all over advertised it yeah. in the uk right because it's yeah. based and it's from a london-based <laughs> studio so i mean it's based in the uk england well, is my city yeah you know, what can i say <laughs> um so That's let's so let's hand it over to zim then let's get the lowdown on the games releasing next week what you should be playing Boom.
maybe what you shouldn't be playing. It, it, <laughs> you, can never, you can never be sure. You can, it, but, you can never uh, be sure. I do kind of tend to dice it up and slice it up and give you guys sometimes a funny meal that looks a bit like, eh, what's that? What was it last week? We did um, <laughs> we did clean VR. That was the, uh, if, if you want to know about clean VR, yes. <laughs> go back and listen to last week's podcast. So How- uh, <laughs> I will start this first one off with a question. And this is a dicey question to divide us because uh, I'm actually curious I don't know how this goes in the international market. I know what Mike's going to say. Um, there's a letter at the end of the alphabet. Mike, how would you pronounce that? The letter at the end of the alphabet. This isn't a hard exam. How do you pronounce <laughs> the letter at the... Just say the letter at the end of the alphabet. I don't get it. Why? Go on. Just say it. You know what? No. <laughs> well, All right. Rowdy. Rowdy. Rowdy, do it. Z? R- Rowdy? The Z? Okay. Z? Yeah. And Nathan? Yeah. Z. Okay. And Mike, finally? Zed. Oh, so you got him to do it after peer pressure. Now we know we can crack him. All right. So this game, <laughs> to the Americans' dismay, is called Zed. Have any of you heard of Zed? Yes. Uh-huh. Very is good. it a zombie game? Uh, this, well, this is, the, this is the thing, right? So, okay, Nathy, you tell me. Before I run the trailer or anything, you tell me. What do you know about Zed? It's a simulation of dementia. Very, very good. Um, yes, and actually, do you guys remember Cyan from uh, from? Oh wait, from it's true. Oh, I was already preparing myself for saying something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he got it. He got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's 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 basically it's exactly that. So um, there's a fella. Uh, the the father in this actually has has difficulty retaining memories and and recovering them. And you play. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give their blurb anyway, so I do it rightly. Uh, so Zed is the story of an aging artist lost in regret and the haze of dementia. Inside the dreamscape of this creative mind, come undone, players reassemble the artist's fragmented memories into a final lasting legacy, a loving gift to his granddaughter. Making its debut on PC with optional VR support for Rift and Vive, Zed is a surreal trip with an unexpected narrative that unfolds across fanciful, fractured lands, spanning regret, reconciliation, and redemption. It's a bittersweet story that both deeply and personal and undeniably universal. Now, is it, it sounds, has anyone ever played uh, To the Moon? Ever oh, played To the Moon? Oh, that's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It does sound very similar to that. It sounds very similar to that one, yeah. But I, I, re- I remember, didn't Nathy play this once and he mentioned it on his highlight of the week no, once? That was a different dementia experience. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, I, I was trying to struggle to think about what that game was. What was that yeah. game? It, the re- so the reason why I got super funny about like mentioning like the way I say things is because people take the piss out of me all the time on, <laughs> sorry, on, sorry. on my on my YouTube channel like comments because of the way I say H, H. now because I say H. I say I say H HTC and I, yeah and I'd and say H-T-C. obviously in the US it's pronounced H T C but obviously my UK accent this is just the way I talk have you been practicing it Mike are you thinking of maybe switching over for your American audience because it sounds no, like you've got screw that them. nailed I will never <laughs> I will <laughs> never bend I'll never bend the knee <laughs> I mean, I've, okay. been over, I've been over here like 19 years so I say Z and I say I don't say H actually that's one thing I never adopted so H. Uh, I still sit, sit on the other side of the pond on that one yeah. but anyway Z is interesting to me because although it's being developed by I don't know if they called Eager Games, E-A-G-R-E, Eagri Games. Um, the publisher, which is the new publishing arm of Cyan, is Cyan Ventures. Um, so this is this was out on the 4th of June. So this is out, and you can actually play this and all that. 
$13.99 pounds. So probably about $16, $17 um, PC VR game. But you know, if you're waiting eagerly like I am for Firmament and you're looking for some eye candy, that seems like a good one to go for. But I, I do want to mention that it's got mixed Steam reviews so far. And I thought I'd um, just give you a little blurb of those of two of those, because I think it colors it really well. This is mm -hmm. meant to be about a two-hour experience, slightly less than. And it's, it's definitely something that um, is interesting. So if you're expecting a long-lasting puzzle game, as you'd expect from Cyan regarding their you know, mist and abduction uh, times before, you'll be sorely disappointed. Zed is not a puzzle game in the slightest. It's more of a walking simulator um, built around gorgeous visuals and a rich narrative along with great vocal performances. So this is more like a ride-along movie. Um, this other person said, Zed was fine, a pretty game with nice sound, but I didn't have fun. I love Cyan and all of its games, but this was just disappointing. I wanted to like it, but didn't enjoy it at all. And I hate that. Mm -hmm. So I did find definitely mm -hmm. people in comments on Steam were saying, I loved it. It was short. I wanted more. And it was visually appealing. And on the other side saying, you know, it doesn't, I suppose it does sell itself as like a puzzle game. When you see the trailer yeah, and yeah. all that, you know, it looks like it's going to be a puzzle game. And that's why I wanted to give a caveat here. If you're into Cyan stuff, it's not really a Cyan game. But then again, they just, they uh, they produced it. Uh, they didn't develop it. So there you go. Right. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. cool. So there's that one. All right, next up, uh, we got three this week. Thought I'd scatter it across a few things. This one um, is the wizards which um some of you have dabbled in before so i will uh, so the wizards is surprisingly enough uh coming to quest and mm -hmm. i was it well has landed on quest now 6th of 6th of june is when it landed uh 24 us dollars 24.99 and also is available from before on pc and psvr mm. so i played it i played it on quest yeah the the nice thing about this is and i i, I haven't checked this yet because i do have a well, this is going to be difficult for me to check, but maybe someone in chat has is in this predicament where the Wizards uh, is is open for cross-buy. So if you own it on Rift, you should be able to play it on Quest. So maybe you mm. got your Quest, go check it out. I don't know how that works. Does it automatically appear in your library as something you can just download? Do you know about this, Mike? Apparently it just shows the game is free right. in the store. Right. Okay, perfect. So anyway, so this is a this is an award-winning action adventure VR game. Um, one of the things that really stands out about it is ge gesture-based spellcasting, somewhat mm. similar to what we've seen in um, in like Orbis, for instance, on Quest as well. Um, it's got locomotion options now that have been built in, which is which is nice because it's it's a uh, it's something that was lacking in the original title, and I kind of was holding back, saying like I don't just want to do teleport. Please let me, you know slide around the world. So they mm -hmm. have added that. Um, so that 360 degree freedom is one of the things that people, again, on Steam are really liking. And in the in the comments in terms of the Oculus Home reviews that are there as well. So um, mm -hmm. using motion controls to destroy your enemies, being able to spin around 360, cast fireballs. And I've heard that if you're good at like NBA Jam and you can give the old, uh, you know, three point, uh, three point score uh, to the hoop, then you're good at casting fireballs in mm -hmm. the Wizards. The cool thing to do there is is the way that you cast them. That it feels very fluid and natural to do it that way. I think they mm. do that really well. Like it feels real, and it's different yeah. for a spell, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's different for each spell. So. How did you find it, Nathy, on uh, on the quest? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's let's say it's better than the version I played on Go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. A, I didn't know there was a Go version. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was more of a wave-based, uh, a wave-based spellcaster ah, game, if yeah, you remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. I kind of would like to see from the developers a kind of a table, you know, like a table that outlines, right, okay, here's all the different versions of the game and here's what's in it. Like, you know, you know what you can expect to see because otherwise, how do you know what's different in PSVR versus PC versus Quest? I think I think the Go was the only di- version that was different from like, the rest. Like properly yeah. different. You know, yeah, like I think so. That Eve cut down version the of... Same one. What was it? Eve? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that was called. Anyway, the last one is one that about three weeks ago, Mike um, was begging me on his hands and knees to, to do this one. Not really. <laughs> he suggested it lightly. Um, but at, seeing it, I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then it had this like June date for the longest time. I was like, for effect's sake, come on, guys, put your game out already. And sometimes, like uh, with Five Nights at Freddy's, we get caught in that limbo. So this was, and some of you have played this, Swords of Gargantua. Uh, so mm. Swords of Gargantua is a pretty nifty title. Again, it reminded me immediately of uh, Serious Sam in terms of the scale in the game. Um, it's a VR online action game, which you can play either single player or multiplayer with up to four players. Um, and, and it's set in a world dominated by a race of giants called the Gargantua. You and three other players will join together and fight in epic real-time battles um, against the Gargantua and all of its forces, all in finely tuned realistic sword battles. So that is, uh, that's Gargantua. The things I liked about this, what I could see about it in terms of the quest version, um, and this launched, as I said, on the 6th for, this was uh, 20 US dollars or 1549 uh, pounds. Uh, it's got cross-buy. So again, get it on one platform. Uh, if you've got a PC, then you get it on Quest as well. Uh, 100 single-player missions, 30 weapons to unlock, and of course, uh, either the choice to play it single-player or yeah. or multiplayer, uh, which is something that I think is is great. Who of you have it's, played this? So it's, I played this on, on Quest. Well, tell um, us, I played tell it us yesterday. Why. Tell us, how was the date? And, well, the thing is, I was super intrigued because Palmer Lucky himself, the legend, was <laughs> posting on Twitter about how great this game was. So I was like, Okay, uh, so I went and checked it out, and I was really disappointed. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a sword combat game, but basically a wave sword combat game. Uh, and I, I agree with what Palmer says in that the sword combat itself is kind of interesting, but it's nothing more advanced than what we've seen in like Asgard's Wrath or the upcoming uh, mm-hmm. game from uh, Shell Games called uh, Until They Fall, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and and most recently in Vader Immortal as well in in the sort of the, but the may- lightsaber dojo. Maybe he's dojo. More talking about the the technical technical aspects and like you know the sword deflection and those kind of things and like rather than uh, the but, actual game. But again, it, it's those mechanics are very similar to those other games I've mentioned as well. Mm. And 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 what makes this game worse than those games is that it doesn't look particularly Good. nice. Yeah. No. Well, how's the HUD? Uh, because that's what the thing that always lets me down in these kinds of games. I don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, basically, it, it moves to a third-person camera when you get knocked down, uh, which is oh. kind of a bit unusual. No. Um, like From Other yeah. Sons. Do you remember that in From Other Sons? Do you remember that yeah. uh, that mode where you'd ghost out of your body and then move your character and then you'd ghost but out? That was yeah. an option. That was an option. You could just turn it off if you didn't like that. Wait, wait. Sure. So, so the goal is to to defeat this giant with his minions and that's it. Is there like a progression system? Is there a story to it? Is there... Um, well, what what, what the, are you really doing in this So, in this so the style? story is very loose. Um, you do get different swords and weapons you can unlock. Uh, but basically, you're just fighting arena after arena after arena of bad guys that get very repetitive. They're the same enemies over and over again. And I was just, I was just shocked, to be honest, that that Palmer was promoting such a, in my opinion, average game. Such an average um, game. Yeah. And so I think you know, you wouldn't if, if, say it's uh, it's finger breakingly good. 
I wouldn't break my <laughs> finger for this game. No, God, no. Uh, I'm surprised PD has. I don't know how he feels about it because I think he spent more time in it than I did. And I think he was playing some of the online stuff because I just played on my own. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, personally, I, you know, from what I played half an hour, I, I'm not interested in this game. And, 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 you, and you think that um, even with three other people, no. Might be fun with three other people, like you know, if we play together. That, but it'd be because we're all together that we're having it's fun. It's more the chit chat usually yeah, that exactly. makes uh, games. But fun. like, would yeah. you? So, for instance, if if you can imagine us playing together, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a rare event. Uh, <laughs> if you imagine us playing together, of course. Do you see us playing it a second time? No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So yeah. That's why I feel about so it. There, so there is no free demo available, so you can try it at least and kind of know what this is? Or is it just, you got to buy it and then you're... Well, you got to buy it, but, you know, uh, Oculus have a really good refund policy. You know, you, yeah. if you play the game for less than two hours and you uh, you can refund it within the first week, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to Steam, okay. so wherever yeah, where so, you buy you know, it. it, it you, you don't really have a, a risk there a risk. if you want to try no. it out. But but personally, I would go and check out like PD's playthrough or some other YouTube playthrough, and then you'll mm -hmm. kind of understand what I mean by the repetitive nature of the game. Your opinions in the chat are a little bit uh, like separate as well. Like we have uh, yeah. Chris Haney uh, uh, saying that he actually liked uh, the multiplayer. Uh, the single mm -hmm. player, he didn't find that exciting, but uh, it was fun all the same. Uh, Eric Hartley also said that uh, he understands the criticism, uh, but he did enjoy the game. Uh, multiplayer is more like a horde mode with other players, uh, mm -hmm. and there used to be a demo. Apparently, some people are saying it was a it was a beta. Yeah, oh, okay. Beta. There we go. Yeah. 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 No. Oh yeah, the yeah. beta was free a few weeks ago. So yeah. I mean, in, in terms of the releases, um, so we've got again just to recap: Zed was fourth of June. We have uh, the Wizards. Swords of Gargantua. I think those are the ones. Uh, anyway, the three ones that I felt worth mentioning this week. So there you go. Awesome. Awesome. So let's move into the first topic then. And this is uh, some news from Big Box VR. These are the developers that previously made Smashbox Arena, which was oh, a VR yeah. multiplayer game. You guys know, did you guys play yeah. Smashbox Arena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, it's very solid. I, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised they didn't do better, to be honest, because I think it should have done better. I think, you know, we're still in the early days of VR, but I think, you know, multiplayer games, they, it's all about the community. Unless you get a community rally around a game, it can be very, very difficult to they, sustain it yourself. They tried. I mean, they, they tried, tried very tried. hard with all kinds of updates to make that happen. Yep. But this like, I think that game was a very early multiplayer. It yeah, it was. Um, but they've been working on a game in the background now for a, for a while uh, called Population One. Now, this is a, a VR battle royale game. Um, and, you know, the Battle Royale genre, it's still huge today. Oh, yeah. You know, games like PUBG, Fortnite led the explosion of the genre, and it's still as popular as it is uh, today. And we've got some, you know, uh, Battle Royale games in VR, you know, like Standout, uh, BAM is another one. Uh, but these guys, they're really sort of pushing this game to be the king of Battle Royale games. And the most awesome thing is that this week we had some news from the development team via email newsletter that the game is also going to be coming to Oculus Quest uh, and will be able to play alongside PC VR headsets. Brilliant. So that's awesome. You're, you, you're expanding your, your player base exponentially just by having it on Quest as well. So that's a really I, I, I think it's the, the only Battle Royale game in VR and where you can build as well. Uh, the other ones are all like, you know, you, you spawn and that's it. And you got to shoot a bit and survive. But this one actually has building in it. Yeah, and the other cool thing about this game is they use a system that they're calling free motion. And this basically allows players to climb 
anything. So anything in the environment, you can just go up to with your hands and climb. And you can then, once you get to the top of a tower, for example, you can just leap off and glide uh, into the the sort of battle zone. And like you said, building, because, you know, building is such a key element of Fortnite. Not like I'm a a Fortnite player because I I completely suck at, I suck at that game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Code VR Oasis, uh, you know, for uh, your skins in Fortnite. (laughs) Um, But but building is such a key element. Um, But like you say, they've never implemented that in another vr sort of battle royale game so it's really interesting that they've added this to this game and it's going to make uh playing this game way more tactical and strategic uh, i'm a little bit worried though because they that that they might not be taken up a little bit too much i mean i don't know how big the development team is by now but they're now releasing on multiple platforms they're doing things that haven't been done in virtual reality yet Mm. uh well i I haven't played it yet of course i mean no nobody has a thing of us Um, well I do know that um, they were getting a lot of support from NVIDIA uh, when we mm. saw them at Gamescom last yes. year. It was one of NVIDIA's uh, showcase games, actually, for ray tracing, because, believe it or not, this game actually features ray tracing on PC version. Um, it's the first one of the first VR games that I think even includes ray tracing in their VR game. So if you own an RTX card, mm. it's going to be super nice looking. Uh, yes. But it's going to be interesting to see how they optimize this to then run on the quest to have a comparable experience that you can actually compete with PC players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do know that this game has been getting a lot of attention and I believe it got a lot of investment as well. So yeah, rightly so. I, yeah. I just, I, I'm, it's one of those games that I hope that won't fail. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like uh, yeah. if you finally get to play and you go like, Oh, this is not what I expected it to be. Well, well so like I you say, that... like, I, I don't think any of us have played it, but people that I know that are very competitive in like, traditional multiplayer scene like i don't know if you guys have ever heard of drifter before he's a big call of duty player um and apex player but he's played this and he was saying it like it's it's freaking awesome and i i sort of he's a very critical guy so i I sort of take that you know i I think he's a trustworthy source um but yeah like it it looks interesting you've got this expansive uh square kilometer world you can climb everything like i said and you can play online solo or in squads and it also is going to feature some single player missions as well. If you're a solo player, hmm. like uh, like Rowdy oh, yeah. and me, um, I, don't so- I, I don't know. I'm I'm also very curious about this one. I it's not extremely overhyped. I feel like they have also not been advertising it that much. Yeah, like last time that I heard of them was at Gamescom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they can deliver. Fine. Um, if they can make it work cross platform too, then okay. Yeah, bring it well- on. That's Initially, it. it was going to be releasing in early 2019, and they've obviously pushed that back now. And I don't know if that's because of the quest development of the game or not. Hmm. Um, but I do know it's, it's been in the works for a long time, so I've I've, I've got good high hopes for this game anyway. <laughs> but go on, go on if, if any of the developers would be listening, if you want this game to like do really well on YouTube, make sure you have camera modes for something like this. That be. Yeah. Really oh yeah, nice. and, and codes for, for Mike so he can make some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> Do you okay. make money off of those codes though? He can yeah, use it. I, 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 every forward. code I get from developers, I sell them on eBay and make money. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's not actually true. That's not actually true. I'd get in a lot of trouble. For that. I, I imagine that. That. What, what, what Mike meant was with, with the with the Epic Games Store, you can enter oh, right, a code. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how I always use that code. Code VR Oasis. <laughs> That's how I always get my free keys. I just email developers saying that I'm Mike and I get all the keys I want. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sell them on eBay. It's, uh, yeah. it's kind of sad, but like that stuff goes down, you know? People try, yeah, to, try to pretend oh, yeah, to be I'm, 
I'm sure it does happen. And, and that hey, is I'm Nati. I want to review your game, please. Can I have key? I think we've all had developers already reach out to us like and, and saying like, why do you want so many keys? And I'm like, I didn't ask for <laughs> yeah. a single key. Like, no. like that, I've had that already multiple times that people pretend to be. Yep. And I'm sure we all. Oh yeah, about. we've had that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know why developers send us multiple keys of games. Uh, I guess for giveaways and stuff. But um, yeah, that's usually the reason. Yeah. Game, but, game, um, game yeah. design wise in population one, I'm, I'm really interested. So first off, it was kind of weird to see the circle now be a square uh, i don't know if that's needed but they decided to make the if you didn't notice that the zoning oh, yeah. Yeah, as it was true. coming in it's like great you have to do it just to be different or because like that's going to make it's going to be it's going to be odd anyway the, the second thing that i thought game design wise looks really conflicting let's imagine a world where fortnite doesn't exist and everybody's happy um so that the, the the point about that is building and battle royale don't really blend that well like what am i going to do build a base and then camp in it or like how... well fortnite's been doing it and they're, they're I pretty know much you're... the biggest one well, out there yeah. well, uh, you know i, if I they, say if... they've done pretty well <laughs> imagine the world doesn't have fortnite in it you know what i mean I, I, like... I do understand what you're talking about if they if they made a blueprint and they built the game on that and they really thought about it themselves on how to do it then it's fine. But if they were like, okay, we are going to make a Better Royale VR game. We know it's going to sell because Better Royale, I mean, you can just put that sticker on a game and it just sells better than, let's say, a puzzle game or a shooter or whatever. Yes, um, But if they just copy pasted the idea of like, we got to have building in there and they just started making the game and then suddenly it's like, oh, the building also needs to be in there. Let's just do something yeah. that has not been. Yeah, I, I get your point. We'll see. I don't know. Like the, the only thing that I know is that some people tried it. They cannot talk about it and that they have the same trailer that they play all the time <laughs> that everyone over. is watching. So no one really knows what, what it's like. No one really knows what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't hope they purposely have been, you know, uh, keeping it under the radar to, mm. well, you know? Because the, the reason I say it is, I think I see it as it's conflict, right? If you see the way Fortnite is played, it's a twitchy mouse game, almost like back, harkening back to like the Quake days, right? Where you're building and you're using angles to, in third person, mm. get an angle on your opponent, build, 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 right? And that's a skill. And that's a skill set. Do that in VR in first person? How's that going to translate yeah, to a well, game mechanic that's I mean, not going to make you feel claustrophobic, you know, and, and how does it help improve the game experience? So I'm really keen to play the game myself because the thing about Battle VR and VR, sorry, the Battle battle Royale on VR is it feels amazing. It feels great. Mm. And I think when somebody absolutely nails it, there's going to be a title that's a heavyweight that takes over because mm -hmm. every time there's a, 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 a title that does it well, it, it garners huge community around it for mm. about four months. Yeah, like uh, the like the battle one. Was it like called like Battlefield or Battle something? Was it uh, forgettable already? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what you're I, talking about. I don't know which one you mean. What I'd love to see is like a VR Twitch streamer just being dedicated to Population One, like you know, like like the ninja of VR. You know that someone just dedicates themselves just to this game, and if they become super popular, I would be totally behind that. Zim, step up to the plate. It, this is your moment to shine. <laughs> It's, no. uh, it's called virtual battlegrounds, by the way. Virtual, virtual battlegrounds. But that, that's also yeah. why I'm saying, like, it would be smart from them if if they if they want this game to be big as well, that they would yeah. include include these kind of camera tools and these kind of things that would make yeah. a stream or because I mean, a big part of PUBG of Fortnite is streaming, yeah, and they have a lot of like you know nice kind of scenes and that kind of stuff. It looks all very nicely. 
So it would be nice if we could have those options in VR as well, especially ah. if, if you aim to get to that market. Aside from aside from like the creator side of it and, and showing an audience, one of the things that was very popular back when they had Survivor Games in DayZ was the com competition. And so you mm -hmm. had, you know, you had, what was it? 16 pairs of two people. So 32 people competing live. You could watch all their streams independently. And that was like the best sports-like uh, showing that I've ever watched in my life. I mean, it was amazing to to follow that down to the last people who were alive in, in a competition. Well, I know that Stadia, like Google Stadia, are doing yeah. something very similar to that with multi-streaming, right? They so are. that would be kind of an interesting concept. But yeah, I agree. You know, the way this game looks on a live stream or a video is going to yeah. be very important, uh, as well as the community behind the success of this game. But, uh, you know, if you want to pre-order it, use code VR Oasis uh, so I can eat uh, some food next week. Thank you very much. Some beans. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, the last topic of the show then, and that is uh, E3. You know, this is huge. It's the biggest gaming event of the year. Uh, conferences are starting already. Um, there's conferences going on right now. Don't leave the podcast until <laughs> the show is finished. Uh, but they're, they're running uh, all week up until Thursday. It's obviously taking place in LA like it does every year. Nathie's actually going uh, to E3 uh, on Sunday. You're flying out this Sunday. You're going to be yes. there all week, right? Yes. Um, so hopefully you're going to be able to get hands-on with a lot of this stuff that's going to be um, I will. You know, yeah. announced. And yeah. then you can give us some hands-on feedback on next week's show. So if you want to know what a lot of these games that gets announced these week, uh, this week are like, then hopefully uh, Nathan will be able to tell us next week. Yeah. Um, but also uh, feel free to join us in the chat, by the way, for this segment. You know, Let us know your predictions of VR games that are going to be announced, what you're excited about, maybe what you're not so excited about. If you think any new hardware is going to be coming as well, we'd all always love to know your thoughts. But just to give you a quick rundown of the conference days, if you want to watch them, uh, I don't ha I don't want to give you the exact times because I don't want to sort of bombard you with information. But to give you a rough sort of guide, the EA live stream is going on right now. Um, the Microsoft uh, conference is tomorrow, uh, Sunday. The Bethesda PC gaming show and Ubisoft conferences are on Monday and Square Enix and Nintendo conferences are on Tuesday. Uh, it's also worth noting that Upload VR will be doing a stream on Monday uh, on their YouTube channel, so you can go and check that out as well. Uh, it's all going to be about VR, and they've got some VR devs coming on the show uh, to announce their games. Um, so yeah, let's talk about predictions then. What about you guys? Do you guys have any interesting or spicy predictions about what we might see next week? Maybe, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was gonna be like, and this is the part where it's like, who did their homework? Because go, go, go on then, Rowdy. Go on then. You go. You go first. Go on, Rowdy. Um, well, I think that we're gonna see release dates for Stormlands, yeah. um, Asgard's Wrath. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I haven't written I, right I, here. You better. I think that. Right I think Valve is going to announce the title. Um, Ooh, I, I, okay. I do think that Valve is going to announce eight. I'm not gonna say Half Life Three, but I am thinking Half Life now. <laughs> I knew it. It's going to be the orange box. The orange box in VR. I yeah. think uh, another Sorry. thing I thought is that uh, Respawn Entertainment, they're finally going to say which title that they're working on. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Zem. Hey, you wanted me to go first. You wanted oh, me to go first. Um, and uh, we just talked about Population 1, so I'm hoping that will get a release date as well. Yeah. And I think uh, out of your predictions there, which I think are solid predictions, um, we know like a lot of those things are really likely. Uh, the Respawn one is the one that has me triggered the most because um, when I was at an Oculus event in London recently to check out Robo Recall and the Quest, uh, I asked Jason Rubin about uh, this Respawn title. And he said, you know, Respawn or Respawn, he said, you know, they, they do everything on their own time. You know, they've got Apex Legends that they're... they're, they're what? They do everything on their own time with EA on their backs? 
Well, the thing is, they've got Apex, which is a huge success. It's not like they they, they need money right now. Um, so, you know, this VR game that they're making on the side, it's ready when it's ready, basically, is what you said. Um, but it has been cooking now for a long time. And I was surprised that we didn't hear anything about it at OC5 in California when we were there. So yeah. I think now is a perfect moment for Oculus and Respawn to say, hey, this Otherwise, is what... people are going to forget about it. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. Wait, wasn't yeah. it at OC5 where they announced this whole thing, where they showed off this development trailer and they this showed was, what they were? This was at OC4. Yeah, was it OC4? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So this has been okay. in, in, in the works for a long, long time now. And, uh, you know, it, it's one that, like you said, I think the community have pretty much forgotten about because no one's spoken about it ever since. But everyone I speak to that has played it, who works for Oculus, are like, this game is like freaking legit. It's going to be a huge deal, and we can't wait to share more. So, yeah, nice prediction, Rowdy. I think it would be super smart of Oculus to announce this title at E3. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gone in, Zim. What have you got for us? Or has Rowdy literally scooped up all your your all your predictions? Three of four of my predictions, Rowdy took. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Screw you, Rowdy. <laughs> it's fine. It I, I mean... just looked at that note before we started. I, yeah. do I don't understand. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I'm like, okay, what are the things that, you know, that other people aren't going to say? So Rowdy, yeah, got... Rowdy was the one at school, like, looking over the side and copying people's homework. He was the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got into uni. There's yeah, cameras yeah. in here, you know. Uh, I don't trust this room anymore. It's fun. But um, yeah, so I was saying date for Stormland, and specifically that I keep saying stormlands and it's stormland so just to help everyone else get that right in the future because i keep getting it wrong and rowdy just did it as well stormland uh so date for that i think that's mm -hmm. that's I inevitable stormlands i said stormland uh, well, well we'll see I, I, we'll, well listen with, 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 with that phase of yours i i, I hear stormlands <laughs> I, but i definitely thought stormland yeah well if you if you knew it then that's all that matters i didn't know that before of course. uh respawn you know in terms of their vr shooter looking forward to that and just seeing what it's about my guess here given we know that valve have been working on three titles and this is this is probably the weakest of my guesses is that they're going to hit hard in this because index has just dropped and i my my specific guess is two or more so whether or not they go for the third as well i'm guessing that i'm predicting that they're going to hit two titles and mention those two. So I know yeah. like Mike is taking sharp intake of breath, like probably not going to happen. I feel the exact same way, but I still want to put it out there because I, I, the timing is yeah. not, you know, this, this timing mm. is unique. So yeah, I, I would love it to happen. I, I would love it to happen. The valve come out the gates and say, these are the titles that we've been working on for index. Uh, because I, I feel like, you know, index has sold out. We don't know how many they sold, so we don't know yeah. how successful that was. But you know, the fact that they sold out is is awesome. But the fact that they didn't say anything about a game that they're making, and they've already said many times that they're making these three games exclusive to VR that are first party. The, the fact that they didn't even mention one is a disappointment for me. Mm. And then they've been promoting other games like Boneworks and No Man's Sky. Um, so yeah, I would love that. But what we do know uh, is that Cloudhead Games, obviously very close developers with Valve, yeah. have made the um, Aperture Hand Labs experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. basically, if you're not familiar, it's like um, you know the Index comes with these Valve Knuckles controllers. Um, I, call, I call them Knuckles; they're Index controllers officially. <laughs> I'll call them Knuckles until I die. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, we've talked about it many times on the show. But it's got like you know individual hand uh, finger tracking basically and this aperture hand labs is a good introduction to show you how 
magical these controllers actually are. You know, you can shake hands with a robot and do all sorts of other stuff. Cloudhead actually made that. But what we didn't know was that Cloudhead were also making two other VR games as well. Now, one is going to be uh, announced next week, and the rumor is... So Valve's got three, Cloudhead's got three. Okay, what's the rumor? Apparently, uh, the the rumor is that this new game from Cloudhead is going to be called Pistol Whip. Uh, This was hinted at by Tyler from the Valve News Network. So, you know, he's been hit and miss with some information in the past, so take it with a pinch of salt. However, it's you, you're Tyler. I'm not well, kind of, of the VR community. Okay. <laughs> so that's why Tyler's been asking for so many keys, right? But yeah, they're they're announcing a new game. Uh, it's going to be a shooter, uh, you know, and apparently it's called Pistol Whip. Uh, so I'm super excited for Cloudhead to be uh, announcing a yeah. new game because... Especially because they're they're a big VR developer as well. Eh? They're one of the, of the bigger ones. Also, there was one more thing I forgot to say. I'm hoping to see a new trailer for Lone Echo 2. Yes. Yes, it's highly likely. Do you think there's going to be a date? Yet. I think it's probably too soon. But Too soon for a date, I think. think Um, And and the fourth on my list, which I didn't mention, Mike, I think there's going to be one title mentioned that's a flat game that we uniformly are going to be excited about, but it's not for VR. Uh, Which is not... No, no, I don't know. I'm not not pegging it. I'm just saying I think there's going to be a title announced that the four of us are going to go, oh, I wish that was for uh, there's going to be a ton of them i think but i think there's going to be one that we're going to say on next week's podcast and agree on which is tough for this audience because we all have different likes so that's my prediction so so one one other thing i want to mention while we're kind of on the the topic of valve um is another sort of vr developer that's kind of you know uh being very close with valve and that is anton uh the developer behind hot dogs horseshoes and hand grenades because also next week He's announcing his latest game. Half-Life uh, 3. So... <laughs> 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 hey, who wouldn't like that? Jeez. He made it all by himself. Half-Life Hot Dogs 3. Yeah, confirmed. Mm, there's one guy Delicious. who could do it, it'd be him. Like. <laughs> but, but it's awesome. It, it, it's so great. You know, Cloudhead, well-respected VR development studio, announcing a game. We've got Anton also announcing a game. You know, ho- you know Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades has been consistently updated throughout the years since its release. And it's a, you know, a super polished gun simulator. So if you like that sort of thing, go how, and check it out. How brilliant would it be if it was all just a cover-up for Half-Life 3? H3 in the name, you know? <laughs> like, if, if Cloudhead, Anton, and Valve have all been working on Half-Life 3 together, that would be amazing. Wow. Um, but of course, you know, Valve have been pushing Boneworks and No Man's Sky, so no doubt I'll, we'll see more about those games uh, next week at E3. But let's uh, pass it over to Nathy then yeah. and find out if you've got any sort of predictions that we haven't mentioned so far. Well, yeah, it's getting hard now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting hard. I, I, do, I do think we can maybe also expect a title from uh, Zalubo. From uh, oh, yeah. from Vertigo, maybe. Vertigo. Uh, just in Remember general, him? like maybe, it... maybe, maybe wait, wait, in general. Wait, wait. I think I think people are still confused. Yeah, I'm really uh, confused. What's Vertigo, the... yeah, the the Zaluba? one that you played not that long ago with the cat. Oh, the cat oh, yes, monster. the cat. Yeah. yeah, and the light rod. The cat. Yeah. There's a free demo on Steam, by the way, if you yes. want to try. But what's Zalubo the developer? Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. I'd never heard that before. <laughs> I played their game. He was. No he was also. He was also a part of this. Well, uh, leak leaks of of like Valve, you know, where he yeah. accidentally made screenshots, accidentally streamed something. So okay. he's a part of their, let's say, marketing campaign that we don't know yeah, about. The, <laughs> right. The the official name of the publisher is uh, Zulubo Productions, and okay. the developer is uh, his name is Zach Callis Brown. I hope mm. I didn't just rape his name. So 
so what about um what about sony then what do you feel about sony nathie because we know obviously that sony aren't going to be there this yeah, year so presence, how do you feel yeah. about that um well, well they're not going to be there so <laughs> what else yeah but like you know they were they were a bit, you you were e3 last year right and, and psvr was a huge presence oh, yeah. there at the show yeah, then. The show in vr yeah. yeah so it's it like they, of... they said they didn't they weren't going to do a conference that's mm. what they said as far as i know right so it yeah. could like i didn't check the map completely yet but they might just be there showing off all the titles they already had mm-hmm. to kind of sell uh, because i do think e3 like e3 is mainly for press but since last year, they also let uh, consumers enter the building. So I do feel like there is a, a bigger need of like really, mm. you know, selling selling VR. Um, like I, I do, I just expect a lot of quest titles, mm-hmm. just parts. I think a lot of parts of like games we have already played before yeah. uh, in VR. Um, and and with you know with Valve, it's like if you have seen a developer play around with these knuckles in mm. in a certain way, then you can kind of make. Uh, you know, an indication of, of of if they are going to release something too. I just hope that if Valve does use E3 as their moment, then kind of bundle these announcements together. Because I feel like if you just announce one or two games and that's it, and you're not joining along as the company itself, as Valve, then it kind of loses its momentum, I'm afraid. Mm. It's the same with Oculus. Like Oculus is, you know, they have already been talking about Lone Echo 2, that you can play it there. So what Oculus is doing, you know, they push out a new trailer, maybe. Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> that's that's very cute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. totally distracted Aww. now. We we have we have a little new addition to the show. Zim. Yeah, <laughs> Zim, Zim's daughter's here to represent. Tell us all about E3 next week. Yeah, what, what does she expect um, from E3? <laughs> you want me to ask her? But, no. but one thing, um, one thing I will say while we're still talking about Valve is that Vertigo Games. They've had access to the Knuckles controllers for a while, and that we know that they're announcing a game next week as well. So obviously they're the, the developers behind uh, Arizona Sunshine, and mm. they've been sort of teasing out cryptic uh, images on their Twitter feed this week of like a, a PC, like an old retro computer on a desk that's frozen yes. uh, with some floppy disks, and then a baseball <laughs> bat with nails in it that very sort of Negan esque from uh, uh, The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, so so who knows what that, what that's going to be? But I'm very excited because you know, again, Vertigo is, are OG developers in yeah. the space. There is I, more to be excited about about this E3 than there is the the previous ones. That's definitely. for sure, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more predictions going on. There's a lot more games that we are expecting there, to see more of. There, there like are, last time we were all a little bit disappointed. I remember, except for <laughs> yeah. the PlayStation but, side. But that's because yeah. I mean, last year. Like there weren't that many public releases. It was kind of silent because there was no new hardware. Now it's the moment to start releasing games again. So mm-hmm. all those games that you could maybe play behind closed doors at E3 are now finally, you know, getting launched. I, I think that uh, Oculus is definitely going to throw in some more PC titles because I do think they noticed that the Rift S can definitely use a boost in some some areas. So they might be like this is it. We kind of need to sell it. They are going to demo a lot. They're going to demo, of course, the Quest. Quest is going to, you know, it's going to do its uh, thing. Don't worry. Rift S, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, hopefully they have some some new titles uh, uh, to show, not the ones that they only showed at PAX, but new things. Um, well, if and... they would come with some release dates already, that'd be great, you know? Like, <laughs> I think they will. Like, I think definitely. Like, Wrath I, and like, I, I think they... I think they will because they. I, I think they. They just know that the Rift S needs needs some more yeah, advertisement, true. so they true. will with Quest. 
I'm yeah. not so sure about that. They might tease some stuff. Uh, and I hope we, Starlands uh, will start. Now I'm also saying Starlands. Dang it. <laughs> I, said, I just said Starlands. What the heck? Thanks, Sim. Are we, by the way, expecting anything still from Microsoft Xbox? Well, this is the thing. Because Sony aren't going to be there, it would kind of be a good opportunity to say for, for, for Microsoft and Xbox to finally dip their toes in the VR waters because mm. they're the only ones <sighs> in the console space that haven't. You know, we, we've had... Sony supporting PSVR for a long time now. We had Nintendo this year yeah. uh, dipping their hands into VR with the the, the Nintendo VR Labo it's, kits. And, yeah. it, you know, if Microsoft but, is saying... Would it be smart to do it still with the current gen? Wouldn't that... No, 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 no. With the new console. To, okay. With the new console, yeah. Okay. So yeah. It, would, it would be smart for them to announce new hardware that is compatible with their Windows Mixed Reality lineup of, of yeah, headsets. Or I, feel like, I feel like that idea is still very far away because the Xbox yeah. didn't do that well. And it's, it's maybe they're focused on other stuff at the moment where they want to push the next xbox but trying to make that a success is already a risk on its own i feel like the problem is they're not innovating in my mind you know like if, if they came to e3 this week and said look we're making a gears of war the next gears of war is only going to be playable in vr that that sells yeah that but... sells a system and and if they said like oh falls is coming by the way as well because that's another first party microsoft game then yeah, again is it that... attracts people True. to their, their platform but is um, that the right way because with psvr they don't need to throw in a big title to sell it like even indies sell well so i i think that that may may be the nice approach at the start but in the long run you're not going to sell the hardware that way but sony still has platform exclusives um yeah, you know, yeah. And, and but and xbox we, will do the same of course yeah sense. of course and we, we know although we hate exclusives that that's the way to sell a system right now is you need the yeah. exclusive titles but i think it would be a shame uh, I, I think it is highly unlikely but i think it would be a shame if we don't get any tip from xbox or microsoft uh, about vr in the I, future I, yeah I'm, I'm gonna put my hat in the ring there and say that they won't um, mm-hmm. just, just similar to what Nadie's saying, I don't think around a boardroom table it's going to make sense to go there. Even though mm-hmm. we all think it makes sense, the amount of engine that you need behind that, in terms of funding and where's where's your return going to come from? There's a lot of that market's already chewed up. And, the thing uh, is, like Microsoft aren't a small company, you know. Like no. we, we've seen, you know, it yeah. needs Facebook uh, behind Oculus to fund and push VR sure, forward. And we've sure. seen that. I agree with that, but let's not forget that PlayStation has been working on VR for like as long, like, like I don't even know how long. They, they've been doing it before I, the Oculus 10 Rift. 10 years huh? probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the like, main reason, the main reason is the, the, the latest Xbox has been like struggling to sell and PlayStation has been kind of overtaking on, on that side. So I don't like VR is not big enough to be like, oh, this is really going to sell the new Xbox. They, they are mm-hmm. like coming up with other stuff. Because even in uh, terms of content, I have the uh, the feeling that they're a little bit like slacking behind. Well, Microsoft yeah. is like the, their core company is not a gaming company, and PlayStation, like Sony, is more into the into the gaming side. They've been starting way earlier than Xbox. I feel like. Yeah, they've got this Xbox division, which I'm sure isn't small either. But I'm you not, know, like with with with, no. with Sony, like we we do know obviously that they've got a, a new console in the works that's coming out next year. Yep. It's it's backwards compatible with the with the current PSVR, which is great news for PSVR owners. Um, so it would it would be interesting the fact that that Sony have put their cards on the table and said you know our new console is coming next year. Be interesting if Xbox do something similar. Mm, but in terms nice, of um yeah. in terms of PSVR games, by the way, um games to look forward to that yeah. we'll likely see at the event. Uh, some off the top of my head are uh, sort of Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. I know oh, we've yeah. kind of been quiet on that one for Long a while. Time. Um, yeah, we'll definitely see that, that one is coming out next month, uh, yeah. so it's already okay. like pinpointed yeah. as far as I know. Um, no Man's Sky is obviously a big title for PSVR. Massive. It's obviously coming to PC as well, but I, I think that's going to 
I think that game is going to be super successful in VR because there's pretty much the game that everyone has kind of been dreaming of in VR yeah. and it kind yeah. of finally Wait, realizes that. Just a question, just because I don't know, is No Man's Sky already on just regular PlayStation actually? Yes. Yes, on oh, PS, PS4, yes. Um, you've got Golem, uh, which I think Zim got yeah. to try very briefly before he broke, <laughs> he broke it, it. <laughs> uh, at, at PAX in Boston. Um, you've got Blunt Force, which is, I don't know if you remember this one. It was like a kind of a World War II shooter where you could kind of manipulate and slow down time. That looks super interesting. Okay. That's coming to PSVR. What, sure what perspective is that, Mike? First person. First person. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't remember if it's coming to PC as well, but definitely want to check out the trailer. They made a super nice yeah. trailer it's for it. It's from uh, Force Field, by the way, who also yeah. made the Anne Frank experience, the combat coaster, and there is another one that I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so they so made Anne got Frank the, we got National, National, National Geo. Isn't it? I think it's National Geographic okay. that they also made, the Explorer VR one. We yeah. got uh, Buck3131 in the chat saying that Apple has also come with a VR headset, but the stand will be £1,000. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> that, that was such a, a funny meme this week. Um, but yeah, like the other, the other, title, uh, the other two titles uh, are Iron Man VR, which we talked about on a previous episode of the show. I'm oh, sure yeah. we'll see more of that. And Star Child, which we've also talked about on a previous episode oh, of the show. Long time yes. coming again, that one. That was, on, yeah, that was so on the first demo disc, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so there's some PSVR games to look forward to, but let's jump straight back to Oculus then. Well, no, before we just jump before to you're off back... Sony, I was going to say sure. one thing. We've seen a lot coming out of their Western studios, but not mm -hmm. so much again coming out of out of kind of Asia. And I'd like to see more coming out of Sony in, in like Japan and that, because last thing I remember us seeing would have been Resident Evil. I mean, that was a massive title when it landed. What was yeah. the last thing that we saw out of? Astrobot was Astrobot uh, would have been yeah, yeah good Studio point. Japan yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I, every every what the the golf one came out of Japan as well lately I think oh, every, last every, week everybody's golf yeah it's a right. Japanese title right 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 is that back from um, from Sony directly I didn't uh, I don't know about that give me a minute um, but yeah so hopefully although Sony won't be there we'll still see some Sony titles being announced and, and some bits and pieces for PSVR. Um, but the other thing is like, you know, HTC with the Cosmos, we haven't really heard much about that headset since it was whispered about a few months back. And also Samsung recently teased that they're going to be launching some new AR and VR hardware soon. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to see either HTC nah, or Samsung. E3, at, uh, E3. E3 is not the place for no. VR hardware, I feel like. That's more like, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the one in Las Vegas. Uh, CES. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. consumer. That's, that's where you announce your vr hardware yeah so let's jump back to oculus then uh, and round up the show with some oculus titles because i wrote a list of sort of uh oculus rift titles that i'm looking forward to because i know we've talked about it on the show that i feel like i feel kind of bad for rift s owners especially if you've just bought a rift s and you've bought into vr and i know there's a, an amazing back catalog of games but you know you want to play the latest and the greatest uh, when you get a headset like that so yeah. i can kind of feel your pain a little bit but we do have some cool titles on the horizon and hopefully at E3 we'll hear some more about when they release uh, so we can actually finally play them. And the list I've got here uh, is Phantom from Endreams. Uh, Nathan and I played that on the Quest uh, recently. I, I thought it was pretty fun. You're basically in a kayak. You're this kind of like uh, stealth uh, sort of military soldier dude taking down sort of uh, bases and people with your guns from the the kayak which is kind of a which is kind of fun was that the full version of the game now that you've played because i thought you'd said you it's had just a demo, demo of it just a just demo, a demo. Okay. just an exclusive demo yeah uh you've got asgard's wrath from sansaru um we got to play that at, at, at pax we've got the respawn game which we mentioned uh vader immortal it's got to be announced at e3 coming to rift uh, you know it, it has to be 
the, the, the community are, are like killing themselves <laughs> over uh, over not being able to play this game on Rift. So I really hope that we get a release date. If not, it gets released during E3. Uh, that would be super smart for them to get a lot of hype around that game because I'm sure it's ready. So uh, that would make sense. Um, Spire One, uh, which is the the yeah. stealth game from it's being published by Tripwire Games. Uh, that looks really interesting where you control this kind of uh, stealth machine, like a stealth Terminator. Looks kind of mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Defector, Stormland, uh, and Lone Echo 2 are some other titles to look forward to coming to Rift. Okay. One that I forgot to mention on the PSVR side is Sniper Elite. Oh, oh Sniper yeah, Elite. Baby. Oh, uh, and Borderlands, maybe PC as well, is another solid yeah, one. Yeah, where, where did it go? It should True. have been, I think they should have launched it last month. Yes. But maybe they're waiting for... Yeah. Gearbox. Sort it out. <laughs> Go and tell them. You'll see them because they will have Borderlands 3 there. So like, say, look, guys. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Tell no, me. I, I, can, I can try. Yeah. Do it. Um, Chain then, myself to the booth until they release yeah, it. We will not leave. Yeah. yeah. Eat a headstrap. Another one. <laughs> eat another one um so then finally uh obviously i've talked about rift let's talk about quest uh we mentioned that population one is coming to quest so i'm sure we'll see more of that at e3 we've got pavlov which you can sideload the early sort of beta of that game now uh so we'll likely hear more about that onward obviously just announced during the show uh from downpour interactive that is coming to quest which is awesome news for quest owners and i just hope we can get force tube support with onward on the quest so uh i'm sure the pro tube developers are are trying to get it to work so fingers crossed they can get that to work because i would be so happy if that happens it just makes such a difference it makes such a difference to have not the stock but also the the vibration i mean but how right like how are you going to do that it's a bluetooth device so you know we know bluetooth devices do work with the quest so fingers crossed bluetooth controllers work for example so they might be a workaround there uh but the 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 game that i'm i'm surprised we haven't heard more of yet and we we heard a lot of originally was the climb you know no one's really mentioned the climb since uh oc5 um so hopefully we get the climb announced for for quest uh E3, along with a vacation simulator, and of course Sorrento, which has been uh, delayed. I think uh, they were going to launch, they pushed it back. So hopefully we'll hear more about that as well on the quest. Actually, so, like the climb, um, the game I played recently was uh, Don't Look Down. I'd love to see that come to the quest. It would be perfect for it because, like, just, with, well, just like with the climb, yeah. you have moments where you panic <laughs> and you, yeah. you know, you're trying to leap from one thing to the next. But I find that that step away from being, you know untethered now it, mm-hmm. it would just translate so well with that game but there's so much coming i mean like this whole wave is just like it's yeah. quite impressive yeah. comparing yeah. to what rowdy said last year i remember us having that kind of like disappointed sad face you know post podcast like no there's not much out yeah it, it, you're gonna be spoiled for choice and regardless of what platform you choose psvr yeah. quest uh oculus windows mr vive whatever index whatever you choose you're going to have a huge library of games uh to play which is which is awesome for the industry excellent um but let's uh just quickly round up with a show uh maybe like i just want to touch on something that zim mentioned quickly and that was a game that's not a vr game that you maybe you're excited to hear more about Mm. maybe we can talk more about that on next week's show but one that you've maybe seen already that you know is going to be at e3 that you're excited about and uh Maybe I'll start then. Oh, so this is a question for the chat. So you want them to pick a non-VR game that they're uh, excited about? But also us as well. Okay. Um, because there is a game that I'm super excited Holy about cow. that is going to be at E3 and it's going to be playable there. Okay. And and 
it's surprising. Um, and that is the new Call of Duty game. Um, it really piqued my interest uh, since the uh, announced teaser trailer. Because <laughs> is this modern warfare? Yeah, it, it, it's a, it, <laughs> and as much as people think it's it's ridiculous, um, I think it's a super smart move from them because yeah, Modern Warfare was their most successful franchise. Um, it's Infinity Ward, back going back to their roots. Uh, it's got um, you know Captain Price in it, uh, you know iconic characters from the series, and the way that they're rebooting this um, to make it super gritty and super realistic, and, and and from some of the people that have played it, you know I mentioned Drifter before. He actually went to a, an Infinity Ward uh, event where he got to play it, and he was like, "I would be surprised if this game doesn't get banned, like or gets an adult only oh, rating." We get like, some it, no Russian missions again, huh? But he he said like literally the no Russian mission is nothing compared to what he played well, that's in, years ago yeah in, in this game and he, he basically said that they watched hours on end of live leak videos of real life military operations yeah. and basically heard, made a game based on that like, i heard that as well that they had to um wasn't it that they even had to like some of them had to go for like psychological help i i wouldn't be surprised like so, like i won't go into it and on the show because i think it would take too much time but uh mm -hmm. some of the stuff like go and watch drifter's uh stream he talks about it a lot in, in a number of streams um but yeah it sounds like super interesting and i think i'm all down for a realistic gritty call of duty game uh single it, player you're talking about here. single player i've never yeah, been a multiplayer guy no. uh but i I, re I really like the idea of it and i, I really enjoyed the, the original game i didn't really enjoy the, yeah. the series after that like zombies and black ops and everything else i I, uh, but... I really i really hope they nail it because you know i played the world war ii one i love like world war ii uh, games it didn't feel didn't feel to me like a world war ii game mm -hmm. and it's the same with with battlefield as well i feel like um but for me um the most interesting one pancake wise is cyber uh, cyberpunk oh yeah yeah good call super good call looks like a really good game first person as well which i was surprised about yes um but yeah i'm excited for that one as well very excited you know a project was it cd project red you know mm -hmm. uh they make some amazing yeah. games like all, all you need to do you only need to buy one of their games a year, basically, and that's you know, you're done you know, for the year. You need to play The Witcher, and you're done. You're done. It's you know, so, so if you're on a tight budget, go and check out one of their games. I wish I had, I wish I had the spare time in my life to invest playing a game like Witcher or or, or wow. Cyberpunk, and that's the only thing that I'm worried about. A game like that is that I don't have the time to play it. Yeah. What about you, Zim? Uh, I, I'm, I'm wholly un, uninformed in the, in the flat gaming era these days. I, I don't even know what's showing well, in the flat a new, space. A new Star Wars uh, game? I, well. I, no, I mean, like, pick, I mean, the yeah. only thing that uh, occurred to me while we were talking during the show was, um, having been to one of Bethesda's game days back in Boston, um, they talked a lot about what they had been working on. They were celebrating some milestones that they had and just... Skyrim continues to be, to this day, still my favorite all-time VR game. I just checked, and it's still killing it on Steam. Like, it's beating mm. everything else on the Steam store at the moment. Trover's number two, Beat Saber's number three, you know, like that. And um, and Skyrim's number one. And and I still want to see a made-for-VR Skyrim or Elder Scrolls game. Uh, mm -hmm. Do I think that that's even likely, uh, given given the kind of status updates they've given on their other games? No. But if I was to want one, then that would be it. It would be basically Skyrim 2 or the next I, Elder Scrolls, which they are working on. But do, do I think it's going to have native VR support? Maybe not. That's the same question with like the new Doom game. Because yeah. they, they like yeah. when, when they did the VR support, they did three games, you know, Fallout. Well, I don't think you want to play Fallout 76 in VR. I'm sorry. 
gonna disappoint you. Uh, maybe Doom uh, and and like Doom, for example, multiplayer in VR would be so mm-hmm. much fun, where you can just oh tag along. Uh, and and yeah, Skyrim, of course, also online oh. in VR would be uh, super yeah. interesting. I mean, if they ever did multi, like what they have right now with, with Elsewhere Online, if they had that for VR, like again. Something like Orbis is just waiting to be killed by a behemoth. I'm I'm sorry to say it, but mm-hmm. that's actually another. It's another AAA studio needs to feed that category. You need your MMO category filled, and I don't know who's going to mm-hmm. take it. Like we, we've seen entrance in the battle royale space. We talked about that on today's show. But each of like these main pockets, you know, they're going to have somebody come along a behemoth and just squash it. We actually saw that happen in poker already. Like poker stars mm-hmm. came in. Um, and and kind of killed off all the other com- competitors in that space almost straight out the gates, you know. So just waiting on yeah. the next one. So that was mine. Skyrim, Skyrim eight. Well, Elder Scrolls eight or or Skyrim, you know. Okay. Online. Yeah. What about you then, Rowdy? You mentioned uh, Jedi Fallen. Yeah, like if there's a game that I, I mean, the kind of games I like on PC are the ones that that Nate has been mentioning as well. Like you know, the kind of games that you sink so many hours in. Uh, I'm not a multiplayer guy. I I like like things like The Witcher Three. I I was a huge Mass Effect fan. Uh, the Star Wars uh, uh, Knights of the wait Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, yeah. Those kind of games like. Those are the ones that I, I really played a lot. Like very story-driven games. We talked a little bit a, a while back about To the Moon. One of my favorite games wow. of all time. Even though it's 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 pixely and everything, it's like I, I'm I'm a big like story kind of guy. I, that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. So yeah. The Last of Us Two is another yeah. one that I'm uh, really like. I haven't I haven't even played Damn. the first one, but I, I watched Dude. the entire I, I watched the entire game on YouTube. So yeah, I'm oh, I'm, wow. I'm the kind of guy who really watches for a story, a place for a story. So yeah, I'm, nice. I'm hoping something in the lines of that. Yeah, cool. So um, yeah, feel free to uh, let us know your predictions for VR and what you're excited about. Maybe for not for VR in the chat, because um, we can quickly talk about like we're we're thinking about doing a live stream uh, potentially on Monday evening. Um, it's not confirmed yet, so don't get super excited. But we're tentatively thinking mm-hmm. about doing an E3 live stream where we talk about everything that was released. Uh, hopefully, we'll show all the trailers and we can talk about our. Uh, reactions to these games and hopefully some of the predictions that we've talked about in this week's show will actually become real life and our christmases will all be answered <laughs> awesome. um but yeah let us know if you've got any uh, stuff that you're excited about that you want to see at the event for sure oh yeah people are talking about like death stranding is a good one in terms of you yeah. know the flat game that that's had so much hype about around it <laughs> like I, I watched that trailer i still don't understand what the heck is what going it on. is <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that there's a baby in a box that uh, that he's carrying around with him. It looks super weird, but obviously that is Kojima's mind. Yeah. But you know. this game uses the the engine that Guerrilla Games build, and it's like you know, top notch. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what well, I would like to see as well. Like uh, uh, developers and publishers using new engines, like Skyrim, for example. Like Bethesda has been using the same engine for years. Even Call of Duty is running on the same engine for years. Like I hope that someone is, you know, trying something new and can really help. Yeah, lot. this new this new Call of Duty does use a new engine. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, and that's why it looks so realistic. Like, uh, it, it <laughs> oh, looks okay. it looks super realistic. Like, it doesn't look like Minecraft anymore. There's it a doesn't good, look like Minecraft anymore. There's a good like idea robots. here in chat that I I like the idea of as well. And uh, R.I.P. Fake says Planet Zoo for PC. Any kind of damn good, you know, zoo game for VR would be awesome. 
that, that, I have to concur with that. Game. That'd be really neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like I, I kind of feel like uh, what was the dinosaur game? It kind of uh, didn't really hit the mark. Um, <laughs> that me and you tried to play that one time. The Leading Edge. No, no, the, no, no, the Arc Park, Arc I think Park, it was. Yeah. Oh, Arc Park, yeah. You know, you know, something like that it would do so well in VR, but I just don't think they execute it particularly well in that game. But, but they, that were, kind of... they are working on a pirate title now, I think. Oh, they are? Yeah, the okay. developers of Arc. Yeah. <laughs> we we idea... don't even have one episode of the podcast where we don't talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> we love dinosaurs. We, we like dinosaurs. Close enough, it's like, yes, we're going to do it. But no, 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 no. Oh, Rowdy, <laughs> I know you love dinosaurs, but have you played Epic Coasters yet on Quest? Because you shoot them. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. A lot. Yeah. Oh. But I don't really? mind that. It's you basically you start. I'm just going to explain it for a second. You start in a little roller coaster and you start going along. And you're given a gun and the, the pop-up dinosaurs are targets so you're pinging them off and something happens the momentum starts building and so your car starts going so fast so fast that you can barely shoot a dart out of your gun that's going to hit a target and then at the end well i won't ruin the surprise but something happens dramatic. wait so that's how they disappeared in it's the like, first place it's like three it's like three four yeah that's exactly how they went extinct we just shot them all uh like three four minutes of just shooting like pop-up cardboard dinosaurs it is the most bizarre experience and then of course you can pay for more and i'm like i'm not sure i'm convinced yeah i'm done but well, it's free like talking about dinosaurs what if we would get a like a new robinson the journey title yeah Crytek? yeah absolutely well, what yeah, if we get at least something from crytek next to the climb something yeah for sure for sure um so yeah put your suggestions in the chat right now ask us any questions you want i'll just quickly go over the show times again so just a reminder this is a weekly vr ar anima talk show live streamed every saturday on youtube facebook and on twitch tune into the show live at 7 p.m in europe 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. Also check out the audio version available on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and on Anchor. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. That would really help us out. Smash and... a like on this button. Subscribe to the channel. Do all those lovely, <laughs> lovely things. <laughs> so fire away if there's any questions. There, there's a question here, which um, I've been seeing actually throughout the week on Twitter. Um, did anyone try the index yet? Is the God Ray really worse than the CV1? So I, I don't think any of us have tried the index yet. Not yet. Um, Nathy and I have pre-ordered one and they're due for delivery on the 28th of June. Um, and I'm sure we're going to be covering them as yeah. soon as it arrives. So maybe, maybe, maybe they have one at E3, you know, where the dev thinks like, Hey, maybe mm. I should just take it with me and demo my game somewhere. Mm. Then I, I will definitely grab the opportunity to try it. But I don't know right now. I have no idea. Yeah. So if you're a deaf and you want to talk to Nathy, make sure you oh, yeah. bring your That's also there. Yeah, you can also bring it to me. <laughs> That's also instead of searching for it. I hear he uh, likes I, mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just super intrigued about the uh, refresh rate with that. And I know we've talked about refresh rate uh, before, mm. but 144 hertz sounds very mm. appealing. And I heard that it's also quite heavy. Mm. Oh, is okay. it? Right. Mm. But let's wait until we tried it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if yeah. there's a, is there anything else here um people have been talking about god rays and someone says do you think minecraft for the quest will be announced at minecon live Ooh. Oh my god um, like uh, i'm not gonna make any predictions about minecraft anymore because like i was convinced <laughs> Mike, it was Mike, coming please to go. go to minecon and then stand there in in this line with all these kids like hey uh is uh my minecraft coming to the vr headsets <laughs> they're already gonna what, what is that you're gonna end up on a compilation yeah, they, they all play on mobile. Uh, like all the kids I know play on Minecraft on mobile. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah. 
they, they've done a good job of upscaling that. But um, I'm really curious for the Minecraft AR conversion. It would be very interesting to see. Can we not just have John Carmack uh, uh, appearing on stage at E3 and just announcing all those games we have been waiting for for so long? But that's the thing, because like Oculus don't actually have uh, a conference, so just be aware of that. Yeah. M most likely, all of this news will come in the form of an Oculus blog post. But so... we might do. <laughs> but we <laughs> might. We might. We might do create it. our own conference. We Why not? We create our own conference yeah, to get you all hyped it. about you it. You know what? Yeah. We're just gonna do it ourselves. Yeah. So if you're interested in watching uh, our predictions, um, not predictions, our reactions to a lot of this news coming out, then Monday evening is likely when we're gonna do it. So just tentatively, Monday night. Keep your diary free for a little, uh, you know, session with the F Reality Boys. That's it. Boys in the hood. Okay, so let's wrap up the show then. I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us, as always, in the chat. We really appreciate it. And if you're listening to this audio version of the show, hello to you as well. We appreciate you just as much. Uh, we hope you have a great week in VR. Enjoy all the fresh news. We'll be back. If we're not back on Monday, we'll definitely be back next Saturday. So tune in then, and bye-bye for now. Take care. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.